podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. We have new video from a crash that sent welterweight boxing champion Errol Spence Jr. to the intensive care unit. The crash ejected the boxer, but miraculously, he is expected to be okay. TheBoxingVoice.com It's been a miracle, and I'm a blessing from God that, you know, I haven't had anything serious to have me out for a year or two, or just would have been, you know, ending my career. Uh-huh. Now, none of them guys wish that I wasn't back so fast, but I am back, and I want to fight the top names in the division. I, I have to ask you about your eye. Uh, uh, we were all worried about you when you had to pull out of the Manny Pacquiao fight. I want to fight, so, I uh, mean, but you could have got one eye, I got another eye, so. WBC of IBF welterweight champion of the world. That's why I sound bad and I told people I didn't want to turn no fight. You know, I've been getting the second chance at life, and I've been getting the third chance at boxing. Nobody's born Terrence Crawford, you know, it's big fish on this side too that, you know, I gotta fry. Like I said, I'm gonna get these belts over here, then I'm gonna come take Terrence Crawford belt, because I said I'm gonna be on this visit welterweight champion of the world. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, Solo Dolo, Scarface without Manolo. We got Danny about 12 minutes out. We're here to discuss the breaking news of Earl Spence versus Keith Thurman, May 29th. Date leaked to us during an interview we did at the Blue Wire studio. And also, Tim Zhu, Tony Harrison announced their fight officially for March 12th in Kudo Bank Arena in Australia. Plus, it was some fireworks on the virtual press conference held by No Limit Boxing for this big fight between Tony Harrison and Tim Zhu. So that's what we're going to be talking about right here this morning. If you're just joining us, go ahead and smash the thumbs up button early so you don't forget to do it, as obviously it's going to help with the visibility of the show. It'll put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans, allowing them to call in and voice their opinions and just continue to make this community bigger so we'll start with Tim Zhu and Tony Harrison as there was some serious fireworks when it came to their virtual press conference Uh, the facts are that Tim Zhu and Tony Harrison will do battle March 12th for the interim WBO title the full title is held by Jermel Charlo the undisputed champion 
But this fight with Harrison and Zoo lands at the Kudo Bank Arena in Sydney, Australia. That is the last venue to host Tim Zoo's previous fight on his home soil. And now his new assignment has landed in the same place. Now, Boxing Scene confirmed this, and obviously there was plenty of video from the press conference, and I think that's one of the things that we need to get right into because Harrison was in rare form, giving us everything we love about him. He really knows how to sell a fight. So let's get into it. And let me see here. All right. For whatever reason. Here we go. All right. This is the Harrison Zoo audio and video. If you want to join us right here on YouTube. I like I like I like I like the people around him. I like his management. I like I like everything, man. I I like I like that. He could have. He definitely could have took an easier fight, which he was already lined up with an easier fight. I don't know. Not working. Let's uh, try something else here. Give me a sec. Bear with me. No clue why that audio wasn't working the way it should, but uh, we'll get it right in just a second. All righty. Let's try in Chrome since Safari isn't working for whatever reason. And once again, if you're joining us live, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility. And we should be good now. All right, let's uh, line it up. He was already lined up with an easier fight. I don't know why they're making it seem like he didn't have an easier fight in front of him. But, you know, for him to say... So, Tony, I'm hugging you, man, because you, you, you... I'll be punching you brought me, you, you, brought me, you brought me back to life, Tim. And, and got it. Let's start it over. Yeah. I like I like I like the people around him. I like his management. I like I like everything, man. I, I like I like that he could he definitely could have took an easier fight, which he was already lined up with an easier fight. I don't know why they're making it seem like he didn't have an easier fight in front of him. But you know, for him to say yes to a guy like me, man, he 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 woke me up out of the dead, man. So this is me hugging you, Tim. <laughs> So, Tony, I'm hugging you, man, because you 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 I'll be punching you brought me you, you brought me you brought me back to life, Tim, and. and no, 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 no! I'm, I'm hugging you right now. This is not the time to fight. We, so look, we, Tony, we, Tony, you are on, a former man. world champion. Uh, you're the other uh, man. You're the other I man. think we. Tony is hilarious. You know, uh, his, uh, you know, metaphorical hug, and those sound bites are hilarious. Like who, who hugs like that? Sound like he was busting off, man. We gotta. I, I think we need to. We need to. I think we gotta. I think we need to. We need to get. 
we need to get management on the phone. I, need, I think we need, to, we need to talk to management because, like, for him to be at the doorstep for, for all the marbles and you accept the fight with the only man to beat the man that you looking to beat, I think we need to talk to management about this one, man. We need to go to HR. Well, we're HR. I need to call HR because some, some, something ain't right about this one. You know what I mean? Something ain't right, but listen to me. And that's something that we need to discuss, right? We did an earlier poll, which will show it's about two weeks old, maybe, maybe less. But it was an overwhelming response for Tony Harrison to get the win by any means necessary. So when Tony tells Zoo they need to talk to HR, see what's going on with management, you know, he's playfully joking, but he's dead serious because it seems to be that Zoo is an underdog across the boxing world. I, I'm not mad about it because I'm on the other end of the stick, right? So I'm not mad about it, but... The only man I'm chasing is the only man he's chasing, right? So I think we got something in common. He's chasing the same man I'm chasing, right? And to that the only point, way for me to get there, though, is this, to fight Timmy. And this, this I, it's everything for me, man. It's like the same thing he's chasing, the same thing I'm chasing. The same man that he's looking for is the same man I've been looking for, man. Like, like I, what's crazy is he got his blinders up trying to get to me when I'm trying to get to him, right? He don't got his blinders up for Tim, you know what I mean? So... For me, man, I I swear, man, like me, I'm really hugging Tim because without Tim, it... it Bruh, first it was, uh, now it's, like, when did hugs start sounding like that? And I'm cool with it because he's hilarious. It was, it was no other possible way I probably would have ever got the opportunity to get back to the fight that I want. So for Tim to take this fight in Australia and for me to go to Australia... Man, listen to me, Tim. I want to be friends. I just want to be friends, Tim. I want you to show me around. Everything. We, we. I just want to be friends, man. I just want to be friends. You, you a legend, man. You a legend in Australia. Well, there you go. That is the audio of their, uh, you know, very entertaining press conference. Obviously, Tony Harrison was via, you know, uh, virtual Zoom. But he did his thing nonetheless, you know, without being there physically in the flesh, he made his presence felt, he built up the fight, and truth be told, he kind of stole the spotlight from Tim. There's no Tim Zoo highlights. That was an Australian boxing site that I'm very familiar with. We communicate a lot, and they post everything Tim Zoo. But they decided to post the opposite of Zoo, Tony Harrison. And I quote, Tony Harrison made a great first impression in Sydney. You haven't seen the charismatic former world champion before. You'll enjoy this. And I did. And it's all over. It's also on their Instagram. And people are obviously, you know, taking this and running with it. It is a good fight. I do want to go to our poll just to show you where we are with those results from about a week ago uh, or more. And again, it, it will show that, that Zoo is the underdog. So taking this fight, he deserves a lot of credit. Um, right here, as you can see from the poll that I am going to show you right now, 
Tony Harrison versus Tim Zhu. Who wins and how? 3,000 votes. And as you can see, the scores are in. And this is still open. People can continue to vote. But there's over 3,000 votes. Tony Harrison by KO is a small 12%. But Tony Harrison by decision is a big 54%. Oh, shit. So Danny just came and said I got the thumbnail wrong, which sucks uh, because I thought I had it right. Right? So, all right. It is what it is. Typo. It's not May 29th. It's the 27th. So I fucked up. It doesn't say 27 on the thumbnail, but it is 27. Danny is here. I mean, look, this information flew over my head. We were interviewing Adrian Clark and a couple of others, and then the information came. It flew over my head. So the date is not the 29th. I know it's in my title and in my thumbnail. That's what happens when, uh, you know, you, you, you overthink things. Uh, I'll change the title, but obviously the thumbnail can't be changed anytime soon. Uh, so for anybody just tuning in, uh, there was a typo. It is the 27th is the leak date that we were given for the fight that is Earl Spence Jr. versus Keith one-time Thurman. It's funny because, you know, uh, I'm actually watching Barrios Thurman as we speak. I'm in about the third round. Uh, just seeing, man, you know, what what Thurman has left, you know. Uh, since this is his last performance and it's it's been so long, just trying to get refreshed with everything that is Keith one-time Thurman. But we do have Twitter spaces available and Discord available. You could also call in to the landline. That's also available. Uh, so, yeah, May 27th, not a bad date. Not for me, anyway. This makes it an amazing birthday weekend. Uh, I'm a labor, what is it, Labor Day? or No, no, Labor Day is September, right? So what's this, Memorial Day weekend? I'm a Memorial Day weekend baby. So, you know, the 27th is a Saturday. And it's the final weekend of May. So usually people do things on that week. Will that take their attention away from this fight? Or because Memorial Day lands on Monday and we have a long weekend, does this fight get more traction, more pay-per-view buys? Because people have that long weekend. They're home. They're planning their week. They can obviously plan around this big fight that is Earl Spence and Keith Thurman. Danny was talking about traveling yesterday, and obviously uh, Australia is one of those very high-restricted areas when it comes to traveling in from other countries. They require so much. It, it reminds me of Canada, maybe. Uh, that being said, I don't know. Is this an option? For some of you fight fans, would you be willing to go to Sydney, to the Kudos Bank Arena, to watch Tony Harrison? I don't know. 
but you can answer Yo, in the chat. Did you watch the press conference? Yeah, I just played a uh, two minute and twelve second clip of Yo, Tony, Tony doing was, his thing. Tony was fucking go. Um, I messaged them at like one in the morning. I gave no fucks. I had uh, honestly not a great night. I was up. I messaged Tony. I said, "Bro, you need to come talk to us, man, because you over here." We from the streets. Like, I'm not even being funny, but it's like, bro, some of the shit the guy was saying, I had to, thankfully, I wasn't watching it live. I had to go back. I'm not being funny. I had to go back, uh, rehear what the guy said. They they thought uh, Tony was trying to clown and shit, and I'm like, bro, why y'all, why is y'all take I didn't like that. Trying to clown in what way? What do you mean? How did they take it bro, and what the, exactly the did what was said? As soon as they opened the panel to the reporters, the very first guy... It's clear you're overlooking Tim Zoo, and I was like, "Damn, what's clear about it? You get okay. what I'm saying?" Um, Tony is a very uh, joyful person, and and you know, um, we've seen him get disrespectful. So you know, uh, the people that were there, they clearly uh, are secluded to to the rest of the world, and were only. Um, I don't know. They must only be in tune to like Australian boxing. They didn't do their homework on Tony Harrison because, uh, yo, when you think of Tony Harrison and build ups for a fight, and that's you think of the Charlo fight, do you not? And the phenomenal lead up that we had uh, for those fights and all the trash talk and, and the back and forth that they had and, and, and everything like that. That's not what Tony I mean. Did. I I I actually think of uh, Tony Harrison, Willie Nelson, because that was his first time on a big stage. That was his first breakout press conference. Okay. Obviously, he didn't win the fight, but that press conference was crazy. Like they was about to come to blows. Okay, but you just happen to take it a step further back. It's like uh, I was just having a conversation with somebody. I was we I was talking about you and I. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, my guy, he Howard Stern inspired. I'm just a bit older. I'm I'm Howard Cosell in, inspired. You get what I'm saying? So it's like you just took it a step, uh, 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 you know, you just took it a, a a bit further back. But at the end of the day, champ, um, when it's all said and done, to me, um, you saw a very entertaining, a very outspoken Tony. That's what I saw with Charlo. That's not what we saw yesterday. Tony seemed happy. He's focused. He's locked in. Bro, I'm excited. And... Uh, you know, I've been vocal on, on this fight, you know, uh, on how I'm leaning in this fight. And I've I've said it. I've said it a couple times on what I think needs to happen for things to go uh, the way I think they will go on the night. Shout out to uh, my graphic designer that is listening to the show live. And he's like, yo, I sent you an updated thumbnail as he heard. You know, we, we, we made the mistakes of, uh, you know, putting up the wrong date. So and, uh, we people, got it. People, I know, uh, you know, neither here nor there. We are a team. Shit happens. But uh, I ain't going to lie. Because, you know, Ness, you know how you are. you like, yeah, Danny told me the wrong date. Uh, I, I'm like, fuck, let me go back. Because I know the 29th was being mentioned at first. I went back to the messages. I'm like, nah, I put the 27th in the oh, messages. Oh, you texted too? Yesterday when you asked for topic suggestions. I said uh, Keith Earl, May 27th. Uh, mm. Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, you know, so much on my mind. I do apologize. Hopefully, bro, it didn't confuse a, anybody. I had a whole fucking water pipe bust in my shit last night, bro. I got like 
two hours of sleep. I was cleaning water last night, man. Mm. Some fucking bullshit. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, we didn't confuse too many people. And the fact that we were able to correct it live versus post and change. Yeah, shout out to the team, man. Shout out to the team, um, obviously, for being on top of things. And, uh, you know, errors are made when you do two shows a day. Word. Five days a week. You know, I just saw yesterday, bro, it was kind of fucked up, actually. Um, Tucson News Station was reporting, like, a missing monkey from the zoo. Mm. Um, and instead of putting a picture of the monkey, they put a picture of a, of a young man on a, on a TV screen. And you could only imagine the ethnicity Don't of that. Don't tell Come oh, on, man. man. And, and so, bro, on air, my man's took it, bro. Old white guy, he was like... He was like, uh, I do apologize to the public. That is clearly not the, the picture. You know what I'm saying? He he took it like a G, but I'm just saying, clearly he ain't the one putting the picture of my guys, just the guy on camera. Um, But, you know, mistakes happen. They and, sure do. And, uh, you know, we just here to bring you guys the best. Is this a mistake, though? The best content. What's that, brother? Harrison Zoo. I don't Did think... Zoo make a mistake? And that's kind of what Look, Harrison so, was so saying. Like, yo, thing, I need to his, talk his, to his, HR. Yo, and and you know, I took that in a playful manner. Look, obviously he ain't give, he don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. He made that clear. He said, I ain't complaining. You know what I'm saying? Um, I believe Tim didn't make a mistake. I think Tim is more than a live dog in this fight. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know he might be the favorite. In the eyes of the bookies, uh, perhaps. Yeah. Tim, I I don't know. Um, again, so many people are picking. Uh, zoo. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, but the problem Harrison. is Harrison. Oh, the pro. Yes, but that's the problem. So many people are picking Harrison. You know, within our community, I think that we have a more of a Tony Harrison community than we do a, a Tim Zoo community. That being said, um, you know, the casinos are here for a reason, us. Uh-huh. And, you know, if it makes dollars, it makes sense, right? Um, What's Probox got them so, at? So that's what I'm pulling up, right? So Probox has them... Probox has them, yeah, Tony Harrison, Moneyline, plus 172 on FanDuel, plus 215 on Five Dimes, plus 190 on Bet365, plus 200 on DraftKings and William Hill. And what is Zoo? Minus 225, Ooh. minus 265. Well, oh, that's good, then. Minus 275, minus 250. Don't get me wrong. I'm not 100% sold. I'm not here to tell you that I'm 100% sold on Tony Harrison, get it done. I've been here before. Uh, Willie Nelson, you know, stopped him. Charlo here's the, stopped here's him. There's a problem, right? And, and was it stoppage? Here's, here's the problem, Ness, with what you just said, mm -hmm. is that at the end of the day, brother, you're never going to be 100%. You just said, your, your words were, I'm not 100% sure, and it's like... Yeah, but we be 100% sometimes. Even though it's not technically 100 because this is boxing, like, we're more... Con I... I can find fights where I was more confident on the person I'm picking. Like, do I want Harrison can to I, win? Can yes. I, can I give you, can I, okay. So, I, okay, that's better. Can I give you, in my eyes, I guess, a, a comparison of, of how I feel, 
you know, right now in this fight? Sure. I mean, you're picking Tony. You, you, you've been to the gym. I've you've watched him work. And, and you know, you got but, a relationship. But, but not just that. I just want to remind the world, this is no bias shit. I was just in the gym watching Tim Zhu spar. Mm-hmm. Head on over, youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice. You won't see the sparring, but you'll see my exclusive with Tim, and you'll see obviously him speaking on the Tony fight and also some workout footage. So, if anything, I've seen Tim more recently. I did see Tony uh, within the last three, four months. I went to Detroit, and you know, I, I told you, I texted him late last night because it's like, the fuck? Um, that being said, Right now, listen to me, Nuss. I'm listening. Right now. Right now. I'm probably as confident as I was when Alicia and Michaela first got announced. Let's not forget it got pushed back like a month and a half because of the queen passing. So when that first got announced, that's kind of like how I was feeling before I went to go see her. Before I went to go see her. How much time? This is May. March. March 12th. March 11th. It's 12th for us. No, I think it's uh, March. Jesus, you got to be kidding me. Like, the video literally says the 12th. And I get it. That's a Sunday, so I still put the wrong date. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, no, the I, the video that we played, it has the date. Yeah, I believe uh, it's the 12th in Australia, brother. I think it's the 12th in Australia. It'll be the 11th here, which that's not technically wrong. If you got the 11th or the 12th there, I think you're good. I definitely have the dulce. Yeah, champ. I mean, it is technically the 12th where the fl- fight's going to be taking place. But know. for us, it's Saturday the 11th. Yeah, but I think you're good. The other one, you was way off. You get what I'm saying? You tell people May 29th, they may be looking at it like, fuck, that's Memorial Day. I was going with the guys to fucking uh, the DR or something. Does that shit. help sales, though? Because I thought about that, like Memorial Day weekend. People think- are off. You could make a, a fight weekend or a fight party out of it. No work on Sunday and Monday. Yeah, I think uh, it's like one of those things. Uh, the fight's going to be in Dallas, right? I would assume the A-side yeah. who sells tickets may have this fight in his hometown, yes. Yeah, I mean, and and that's totally fine. Um, I just believe that. Of these two, which are you more excited for? Keith Thurman versus Earl or Zoo? Nah, nah, Tony versus Zoo, no, no doubt about it. And why is that? Um, Tony's treated me with respect. He's, uh, you know, treated me like a... a Zoo too, though. Like a decent He's human, a real nice guy. Like a decent human being. Well, I mean, more so in the sense of the sport. You get what I'm saying? He ain't out here just beating me the fuck up and giving me bullshit fights. If Tony comes out to fight, it's going to be, I'm saying, somebody decent. Mm-hmm. Um, he ain't selling me fake dreams, and he ain't played with my emotions, none. Um, that being said, bro, I just feel that a lot of people um, overlooking Zoo in this fight from, that I've spoke to personally here in Vegas. I think Tony is overlooking Tony, I'm sorry. And I think Tony's a, a more than a live dog. I think he's going to show it come tonight. 
And he said it, yo, like his experience is, is like very few others in this sport. Um, I don't think he's overlooking Tim at all. Uh, when the fight got announced, do you remember he posted that picture on a scale? And yesterday he, he posted, posted another one that he's down at one sixty already. And my guy was at one like sixty five, sixty six. The first picture he posted, you know what I'm saying? So he locked in for sure. He locked in for sure. Um, he's been very vocal on social media. Um, since Saturday night, making it clear that his fighter in Alicia Bumgarner has motivated him uh, to another level. And I think we'll see that come March 11th. Yeah, man. Um, I'm definitely excited for this fight with Tony Harrison and Tim Zhu. I'm excited for Harrison because I know that he's motivated. It, 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 it's a path to get him back to where he was and what he wants. And uh, following him on social media shows me that he is motivated to win this fight. So maybe, you know, we get the Tony Harrison from the Sergio Garcia fight. Uh, but I do want to take a look at BoxRec just to see if we've ever had a consistent Tony. You know, has he been able to put together a few wins over decent names consistently? Without any hiccups in between, without any poor performances in between, and I don't know why I feel that way, but I feel like maybe his consistency isn't there. Um, and yeah, looking at it, right, you get the Ishe win, you get the Charlo win. And if we go back further, you know, he racked them up. To get the, the 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 Willie Nelson win. Yo, you got a poll up? Not now. Bro, put a poll up. Because, cause look, I'm telling you, bro, so many people. Bro. What they, kind of poll, though? I, I saw one comment said, Chinny, Timmy. This guy saying, let's keep it Wait, up. Chinny, Timmy? Because he or went Tony, down? Or, or oh. Tony, I'm sorry. I mean, they both went down. Then, I mean, then, I mean. Uh, Hold this on guy a minute. Saying, Don't forget that Terrell Gachet put Zoo nah, down, bro, and he's not known as a puncher. Look, this guy saying, Tony Chin, don't hold up, champ. This guy saying, yo, let's keep it a buck. Tony, No, keep it a bean. Tony getting knocked out. Like, bro, I'm telling you, a lot of people is... uh, That's what I mean. Like, all right, so if you go way back when to when he was still, you know, starting out, you know, uh, Grady Brewer... That's a, a a decent name. That guy upset Fernando Guerrero. Then Bronco McCart, that was a veteran. Tyrone Brunson, another veteran. Antoine Smith was the guy I was telling y'all a bunch of weeks ago that, that like, yo, y'all remember that dude that used to be like, ah, ah, every time he punched, that's Antoine Smith. Mm. Then he beat Pablo Munguia, not to be confused with any brother of Jaime Munguia, but Pablo is a vet. Short dude, Mexican, doesn't look the part, um, you know, just there to lose. He gets in the Willie Nelson fight, doing his thing. Look at the scores, 86, 84, 83, 87, 85, 85. How long ago? Wasn't that 2014, though? 2015. Ninth round, though. Almost at the end. Three rounds left, knockout loss. Comes back, beats Cecil McCullough, decent win. Fernando Guerrero, decent win. 
Sergey Rabchenko, decent win. Mm-hmm. Gets in there with Hurd. Hurd's a monster. Big dude. Ninth round knockout again. Cool. Time to rebuild. Tune up with Pablo, uh, Paul Venezuela. George Sosa. In there with a notable name in Ishe Smith. Goes 10, gets the split decision. I was at that fight. That fight was September 16th, 2017. 18th. I'm sorry. And it was May the 11th. But. Tony, Na- Tony and Ishe? Yeah. It says 2018, 5'11". Who the fuck? Oh, wow. So then after that, he gets in there Damn, with Jamel. Damn, Wow. Bro, who the fuck? Oh, wow. Now, now I got to go Google some shit. He gets in there with Jamel after that, and not everyone thought he got the win, but he got the win. So rematches Jamel almost a year mm. later. No tune-up, no in-between fights. They both wait a year for that rematch. No, because no, of no, injuries no, no, and no, stuff. No, 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 no. Tim waited. I mean, Tony. I keep saying Tim. God damn it. Tony waited the year. Charlo did not. Charlo uh, knocked out somebody in, in between time. Well, maybe that was his downfall because waiting a year, he ended up getting knocked out in the 11th. So now that's his third loss, third knockout, all by knockout. The Brian Perella fight. We give him a pass, but it was a welterweight moving up. It was a tune-up he was supposed to win. And, you know, he says he couldn't get up for Perella. And then he shined in the Sergio Garcia fight. But saying it out loud, the consistency isn't there. There's, like, no indication that he can get two wins over two big names. Ishe and Charlo are the closest thing to that. But you can argue that Ishe isn't as youthful as a Sergio Garcia or a Tim Zhu. You know, so can Tony actually put it together versus two top-tier fighters back-to-back? That's probably your poll, bro. Uh, We love Harrison, but there is inconsistencies in this resume. You can see it. You have to have lived through it. You have to have remembered the Brian Perella fight. You have to have remembered that, you know, he was winning that Nelson fight. And, and and I don't know what it is, but maybe he loses focus. Maybe, like, I think you've said it in the past. I think he gets bored. You think bored. he gets bored. I'm just, I never understood that whole bored shit. It's like, bruh, how you getting bored? Most fighters say... The fight I'm fighting is the biggest fight of my career because if I don't win this, I don't get to the next one. Yeah, bro. Just um, like this one. If he don't win Zoo, it ain't no fucking Charlo. So, I don't know, yo, man. He just, Tony just reminded me of a badass little kid, bro. Mm. Like, when I think of Tony Harrison, the fighter, I think of myself as a kid, bro. Like, bad as hell. Super smart in the ring. Bro, I was I was a straight A student, bro. But I'd get bored. I'm done with my work. Now I get to being mischievous. I get to being bad. I wanna pop motherfuckers in the back of their neck with a pencil just cause it's funny. Like you know what I'm saying? I would get bored, do dumb shit. And sometimes I feel like Tony gets bored and does dumb shit in the ring. Mm. Um, 
Will he do this in enemy and, territory, and, and so, though? And, is he going to make that mistake over there, bro, see, with so and, much and, on the and, line? And, and that's the thing, right? Uh, you said you hit him up. Has he answered? Can we get him on the show? Bro, my guy left me on red. Damn. And I sent him a message. Damn. Brother, I'm talking about a message. Heartfelt? You know? Heart, I thought. But don't get me wrong. I sent that shit. I told you, my, I had water pipes bust. This shit, I sent it late. I, I won't lie. It was definitely um, after business hours. But, you know, I just ain't give a fuck. And what bro. about Bum Garner? Because we got a, a, a show... This afternoon, it's gonna I, feature some women, and I'd like to get her on if possible. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm waiting to hear back from Alicia, so uh, I texted her last night. Yeah, look, I hit up Tony. It was 12:30 here, so that means it was 3:30 in the morning in Detroit mm. when I hit him up. So, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's still morning time. Hopefully, he gets back to me. Maybe he's still processing because it was like a minute long audio message. Okay. It was like a minute-long audio message. Uh, I'm like, yo, you said he was coming out here. That ain't going to happen now because of the fight. So what's up? Let me let me come out there. Word. You know? Yeah, man. It would be good to hit up his camp before he actually fights. I found... See, and you know, I'll be on it. I already found like a $60 round-trip ticket to Detroit. So Sheesh. Before the fight, so... Yeah, I mean, I would say stay on him. Shout out to my guy Danny. Uh, not this Danny either. The other Danny that already sent the new, new, new updated thumbnail with the 11th and the 27th. <laughs> we probably should change the uh, title now. Oh, yeah, I just got to change the number. Yeah, because... I changed one already. One, though. yeah, but uh, we don't want to get people confused, even though the 12th and the 11th are both correct. Well, if you're going to Sydney, it is the 12th. But if you're... Here in the States, then it's the 11th. You know how that goes. Um, Yeah, let's take some callers. Oh, wow, I did have a bunch on Twitter, and now they're gone. I, I do apologize. I made you wait too long, I guess. But uh, we also should be having Ian Green on the show. And I'm going to send him the link because I think that my guy Brandon is probably busy. So, yeah, I'm not going to lie, bro. I think if all goes well, mm-hmm. um, I think that trip has potential to be something great, bro. Which trip? I don't want to speak on it until... So why bring it up? Because I definitely don't know what we're talking about. Unless we're talking about, the, like, the London? Big, yeah, the big boy um, heavyweight trip. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you gave the Danny, city. I was Danny so... Say. Secretive, the big boy, the heavyweight I mean, trip. <laughs> yo, you already gave the city. What the fuck do it matter now, bro? There's hella people in London. Yeah, they gonna look at the schedule. You, but you Listen. said fight and fighter and division, all not I, me. All I, I, bro, I was gonna say the big fight. It's only one fight we've talked about traveling. Uh, uh no, it's not. You're wrong. What we, other, ju- we literally what? just talked about Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, but that was me and you. Nobody has that. That ain't wrong nothing. again. We literally said it live. No, I'm saying, but that was us talking about it. I'm saying, ain't nobody talked to us about that. Uh, Wrong again. The only reason we even thinking about it is because you told me said party wanted said people there. Like, what are you talking right. about? Right, and what has came since then? It's been the... Anyway, bro. Yeah, you know yeah, you, you're wilding. Yeah, you wilding. No, one comes before the other. You never said that that one was off the table. 
this no, one is no, just first. But, but they not. All right, brother. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, again, we yeah. shouldn't have even brought it up if you can't talk about it. That shit's weird. You always I do mean, that. Now I was going to talk about it, but, you know, <laughs> you just killed it. Now he was going to talk about it. Ian, man, what's going on, champ? What's going on? What's going on? How are you? I'm all right. So we're joined alongside Ian Green, up-and-coming contender. What's going on, champ? Uh, just to get some things clear, so you are training with Coach Terrific? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and how'd you get into the sport? When you get your start? I saw, I've been boxing since I was like 10 years old, since I was 10. Um, and the T started me boxing, terrific. Back in Patterson, Ike and Randy's, him and my Uncle Wayne. So, uh, you know, um, I was with him for about, like, my first, like, 10 years of boxing. And then I left the gym, and I went with someone else, and I went back with him. Who'd you go with? Uh, terrific. No, no, no. You oh, said oh, 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 no. I was with the White Flemings, who's my trainer still. But um, I wanted them together. You know, I wanted to switch it up and have them both together. So I just added him to the team. Added T back to the team. For sure, man. So what? Do you have anything cooking? Anything on the line? Um, probably like April, May. I had suffered a cut in my last fight, um, like two weeks ago. So I gotta uh. Like, I had to take some time off so I could heal. Yo, I wanted to ask, man. Um, I was, I've seen you fight in person. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I gotta ask, like, was it a bit uh discouraging you get the win against uh the top rank guy? Because I was there for that on the on, on the Michaela Mayo undercard, and oh. you know, what I'm saying he ain't fall since they let him go, but yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like nothing came for you. So it's like, is that a bit discouraging? You get your shot. You know what I'm saying? That was uh, your first scheduled eight-rounder, if I'm not mistaken. They bring you in as the B-side, big fight weekend. They bring you in to lose, but that wasn't the case. You upset the Apple card. They let their guy go, but they don't, you know, we don't hit nothing with you. Was Is that a bit discouraging for you? It put me, like, I was in... Because I'm like a higher risk lower world fighter, basically. But at the time, like, because I think it, it brought me to 15 to 2. And um, that was, I think that was the third undefeated guy I fought. So, you know how the boxing is. If you got losses on your record, like, they not really, just promoters aren't too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? In a they rush not, to sign you? Exactly. So, I mean, it was supposed to be some talks after, but it wasn't. And um, I had to get, I had an injury for that fight. You know, it's crazy. I had an elbow injury, and my, my I had a show, I had a show, I had a uh, surgery, probably a week after schedule, a week after the fight. But I still was taking that fight because that was the best opportunity I had in a long time. So, yo, um, if I remember, if I remember correctly, I feel like. It was a, a fairly one-sided affair for you. I feel like, uh, if I remember correctly, it was a rather easy fight for you. Um, did you feel I, that way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like it was. I knew it was gonna be easy. Like I, like people, like they tend in boxing, they judge you off your losses, but they don't. They just look at what happens in the ring and they think that's you, but they don't know 
it's more to boxing than just what happens in the ring. It's a lot that goes outside the ring, you know? And it was my job for the rest of my career to make sure that the things outside the ring don't affect me when it goes inside, when I'm inside that ring. So now that I took care of that, ain't nobody beating me. So what, what did happen in the past? Um, just a lot of, like, I, I, I suffered with like a lot of, uh, well, like back then I was suffering with a lot of mental issues. Um, you know, uh, grief. You uh, lost someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I back so to just tell y'all a little bit about myself. I turned pro in twenty fourteen. You know, things was going things was going pretty good in my pro career. But uh, like I said, I suffered losses like basically back to back, like twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. And when I suffered them losses, it uh it it kind of showed me like it's a dark side to boxing. Like when you got the machine behind you, you got people investing in you, things is great, you know, things is things is good. But once you take that L, it, it flips. Like people, people, you see true colors, people change. So when I had, when I had uh, suffered my second loss, like it, it, it showed me a lot. So to go back to your question, um, like I was having like a lot of family issues. I was, having issues with my, my coaches. It was a lot. I had injuries and I was still taking the fights. And, and you know, when, when it's all said and done though, I, I fixed the problem. So that's not happening anymore. No, I mean, look, shit happens. And obviously uh, since your last loss, you've been uh, definitely on a winning streak. Five fights since your last, I, I or wanna... five wins since your last defeat. Let me go to that first one because I know Devon Lee. I gotta, I gotta know what. I mean, I would expect not to say Devon is a bum. That's not what I'm saying. I know how tough he is. I've watched him spar Daniel Jacobs, Nikita Abali. You know, he's he's a New York City vet. But if you the goods, you're supposed to beat Devon Lee. So I need to know what happened. I shouldn't be losing to no guy like Devon Lee. Like just being big headed, also being big headed, seeing him, not thinking much of him. I shouldn't be. I don't. I don't know if any of y'all watched that fight, but I was dead tired in like the third round. I should, as a professional, you shouldn't be getting tired in the third round. Like we professionals, you know. So that so was. You didn't that train? was. I trained, but I ain't trained how I was supposed to train, you know. But who was the trainer at the time? Um, my trainer now, Dwight. But okay. it's the only control of what I do in the gym. You know, you got to do things outside the gym. You got to make sure you run. You got to, you got to eat good. It's a lot, but I don't really want to make excuses. He was the better man that day, so you know how that goes. Was he a Luther Bella fighter at the time? Because I see that fight took place in BB Kings. I don't know. I have no idea. Did you feel you got fair treatment? Because again, being as though I'm pretty sure he was a Luther Bella fighter, I know that's a Luther Bella venue. Do you feel like you got fair treatment and he really beat you? Um, I, I I feel like the fight was close, but at the end of the day, I still like look at it as a loss because I should, like I said, I shouldn't be getting tired. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's we we pros. So, so and then what? So for now, I was gonna I I I, I want to know like now you you suffered your two losses, but you want a five fight winning streak. You've uh, mm -hmm. defeated four undefeated guys. 
So you a dangerous B-side. You a dangerous opponent to, you know what I'm saying, clearly because you beating um, undefeated guys. You getting guys cut from their promotional contracts. Uh, how can you secure yourself a, uh, you know, the fight that you're looking for? Because like you said, you are going to be a, a, a high-risk, low-reward kind of fighter. All right, so like I look at it like this, like like back then, when I when I did lose, like I was, it's a difference. Like I was fighting for me, like you know, like I was just fighting for me. When I took that, that if you look on my box rec, I took a three year layoff after my my loss from 2017 to 2020. But in that three year layoff, I wasn't like I was getting the worst offers ever, like. Um, fight, go to Canada, fight this guy in a week, like you know, like, like undefeated guys, like offers like that. And I wasn't, I Let wasn't. Me ask going, you, like, in those three years, did you have management representation? Yeah, I, I had a manager. I had a manager. Um, and like I said, like me and my man, me and my pat, my manager back in the day, we got a good relationship. I have nothing against him, but you know, when you lose to guys you shouldn't lose to, you kind of second guess your investment. So. He wasn't eager to like get me like like buy me fights to get me back up and running. He was just basically offering me what they were sending him, like the week notice, tough fight. And I wasn't like I wasn't taking them because I still believed in myself. I still believed I'd become world champion, and I wasn't flying out the country on a B side to fight a guy in the country. So like it was like tug of war for three years and. Like I like going back to what I said. Like when I said I was fighting for back in the day, I was fighting for me. Now it's a huge difference. Like now, you know, I got children. You know, now in that in that three years, um, like I said, I have I had lost my dad like to cancer before uh, back when I before 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 I lost, but I, I lost my condolences, dad. man. I lost my I lost my pops to cancer, right? And you know, like I had I always had my mom. My mom. Like she, she had my back, she had my back or whatever the case may be, and she kind of she made it easy for me. Like it was, it was, it was tough to go through, but you know when you got your mom on your side, it's it's a lot easier. So I had my mom, you um, know, like she, 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 she always believed in me, even after I, I lost. She was always by my side. Like yo, son, you still gonna be champ. I really believe in you. So just having her there, and like, like I said, like. When I, me and her like watch, we we watched him take his last breath. You feel me? So, like that in itself was was kind of like uh, it was tough. But like I said, I always had her. She was she was by my side twenty four seven, every day, and she always encouraged me. Even throughout the layoff, she was encouraging me to stay in the gym and all of that. Yo, I, I and that's something I wanted to ask you about because you take this layoff right, uh -huh. and about two and a half years into this layoff. We get this fucking thing that shuts down the, the world. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody know what the fuck was going to happen next. At this point, you two and a half years into your layoff. So what the fuck is going through your mind? And, 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 and how are you getting yourself up to, to, to keep training during this time period? Like, what was the pandemic like for you? Because I, I'm sure it could have been a bit disappointing, a bit... uh. 
Uh, maybe you losing motivation. You get what I'm saying. So what was that like for you? Because like I said, you was already two and a half years in at that point. You, you know what I'm saying. You already into a bid. You think you about to get a parole date, and then that shit don't never come. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. I thought my I thought my career was over. I I, I really. Th- so wait, it ain't it ain't over. So um, two years into that bid. I get a call from a detective, like basically telling me, like, "Yo, uh, your mom has your mom died. Like, it was a, something tragic that happened to her. Just come pick up her belongings." And like that right there. It, this was like, during it, the pandemic. This was right before the what pandemic. What if a mouse could so, change the world? Sorry about that. So, pretty much in the span of of three, four years, you lost both your parents. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. and this. This is, and this is in the middle, like, of my boxing career of being on hold, and then I lost, like, my, my number one supporter, the, black, the only one that really believed in me. I felt like my management team believing in me. And I, it, was, it was just a lot going on, so I kind of thought it was over. Like, I, I, I ain't even, I, I wasn't beat for it no more. So I, I got real depressed. I, I got up to, like, 220 pounds. Damn. Like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was big, and it was... Like I was ready to pack it up. I ain't gonna lie, but son just—I don't know. Son just kept me going to. I don't you. You know what Garrett? You from Jersey? You know what Garrett Mountain is? Yeah, yeah, son, yeah. Son I ran up there. Kept, I ran up there with the team. Oh, all right, okay, cool. So son just kept me running here and there, and son just kept me in the gym. Alone? Like, you was going to Garrett Mountain alone? Yeah, I go to yeah. Okay. And um, I was in the gym though, but I wasn't training hard. But son just. Kept me in the gym, kept me going, kept me going, and I and I always heard my mom's voice in the back of my head, like, "Yo, son, you'll never lose again." So, yo, shout out to Cornflake. That's like my brother from another mother, mother Tommy Lamana. Yeah, Thomas yes, Lamana. We know him well. Yes, during, during pandemic, he was doing fights in Mexico, so he was doing his fights in Mexico. So I hit my manager. I'm like, "Yo, look, I take these fights that you offer me, but it's been three years. Now it's three years. I'm like, yo, just." Let me get my feet wet. Like, let me get my feet back wet. Let me, I'm ready to get back into it, like, 100% for real now. Like, just, like, let me get my feet back wet. No lie. He basically was like, nah, like, I ain't investing in no more money. Like, you know, so that right there told me, like, you know what? I got I to gotta believe in myself. I got to take my career in my own hands. So mm. I was, I became my own manager, my own promoter. I paid. Tommy to get on the card. I paid my opponent. I paid for his flight hotel, and I went to Mexico like by myself with just just my friend to start my go on my box track. You can see after my loss three years later, I'm in Mexico and I fall in the bar just to get back on box track, just to get the stuff flowing again so I can yeah. get some fun to take a B side fight. So I do that, and then one thing led to another, and Jeff, now I like. Got- I got to ask, I got to ask, I'm sorry, because we talk about these things all the time. Uh, if you don't mind sharing with us, how much did you spend on that fight in Mexico? Because obviously you paying slot fee, you paying your way down there, you paying Travel, your, your opponent, medicals. So, so how, how much that shit hit you for, one fight? Mexico is kind of cheaper than the U.S., like, but... It was 300 or 3,000? 1,000, like 3K. 27, like 27 to 3,000. All in though, right? Like expenses, medicals, hotel, and everything. Yeah, everything, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so, you had to get this up yourself? 
Yeah, I, like, yeah. So I, I already had it, but I went to my manager first. Like, you my manager, you know? And like I said, I don't got nothing against him. Like, you know, we got a good relationship today. Um, I, I thank him for everything he's done for me, but he was like... He, it was a catch to it. He basically was like, nah, he's not gonna, he ain't doing it. So when so, he says I'm not doing it, is that your release? Or are you still with this dude while so you... We had like a year left. It, it basically, he wanted an extension. He wanted an extension in order for him to like do it. Mm -hmm. So I was, my mind, I'm like, it, it ain't really worth it. So I just did it myself. So I went down there by myself, like, I had my trainer. I had another trainer at the time. He he was basically um, treating me like everybody else was treating me like I was, like it was over. So he didn't even come. So what? me, yes, me. Look, like I got like a a real comeback story. But wait, but wait. When you say he ain't even come, you already knew beforehand, right? Because I'm I'm assuming he wanted you to pay his travel and expenses. No, 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 no. He just, he he couldn't make it. Like okay. he couldn't make. It was but he couldn't make it but he ain't come but i still was going like i gotta i gotta get my shit back up and running i've been boxing since i was 10 i put a lot of years into this shit so i ain't gonna like just give up like just stop because everybody else telling me it's over nah i heard that voice in my head i heard my mom's voice in my head like you'll never lose again son like you could do it so i went out there and um got the fight then i started getting calls one thing led to another. I got an opportunity to fight in Dubai. I did my thing out there. How'd that season? opportunity come about? Because right now, obviously, the Middle East is hot. Uh, so, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, that story probably is interesting to our, our, our audience. Well, it's it was really a... I knew somebody. Um, this, the owner of the gym that I was training in, he saw me training there for damn near two and a half years without getting a fight. And he also saw like what I was going through and stuff like that. And he knew somebody that was he knew he knew a promoter out there that was that was having fights. And um, now mind you, if you look at my box rec, the Dubai fight don't come till about seven months after the Mexico fight. So after I fought Mexico, it's like all right now what? So it's like I'm trying to save up money to fight in America because the American fights they they go for like seven eight thousand. So I'm I'm in the midst of doing that. Seven eight and, because you wanted what an eight or a six, like an eight round I'm assuming because six six that don't that don't sound right for a six unless you're getting a high nah, level opponent. Eight, no an eight rounder and the opponents they be wanting like four or five thousand for sure. So and and at this time you got think I beat at at this time I beat uh, two undefeated people so they wasn't trying to take no no Mexico money. Mm -hmm. So I'm saving up for that. While I'm saving up for that. The owner of the gym basically presented me with an opportunity to go to Dubai, or whatever. So, went there, did my thing, um, and like I said, another like like one. It's like a snowball effect. Now, you know, I'm on box track. I'm active. Boom, Bob Aaron, top rank. They called me to fight their guy, and like, and they gave me time. It wasn't like I, I respect. I respect Tyler for taking the fight. They gave me uh like six seven weeks and shout out to Tommy because he has something to do with that also. I think he he could real cool with Brad Goodman and Brad Goodman was looking for somebody to fight. Tommy. When you say Tommy, or you do you Lamana. mean Thomas Lamana? Lamana, Lamana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I just wait. never heard him any anybody call him Tommy. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right, yeah. So he um he has something to do with that too. Uh, they called me. They like yo, you want to fight him? Seven weeks. Bop, bop, bop. I'm like yeah, I'm with it. Like I'm ready. 
And I train right, it for seems it. like you retired, dude. He's with David McWater, but he ain't get a fight since you fought him. Yeah, it's I ain't like, gonna it's lie. like you retired him. And I, if you look on box right, this is the the fifteen and no kid, Andy. He ain't fight since, and it's been like that was like in twenty seventeen. But yeah, yeah, he was good. He was he. That was a tough fight, but um. Well, like I said, one thing led to another, and I got that the top rank fight, and I show like I show the world like I'm really like I'm him. I'm not no, I'm not an opponent. I'm not, I'm not a bum. Like I just was dealing with a lot like back then, but it's I'm 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 back and I'm better. Period. And like like I said, if I could like go through what I've been through outside the ring and still be good, like like be where I'm at today, then no man could beat me. Period. Like, I'm not letting none of the stuff that used to affect me back then affect me now. So. So after that win with uh, Tyler, I believe, yes, then you had two more fights, but those were only one fight per year. So what happened there? So like I said, the Tyler fight put me in a, it put me in a high risk, low reward. Because like, I still don't got a promoter. I still don't, like, I'm, now it's like, should we fight this kid? He. I don't like so it's it's like that. So So you ain't getting no uh, offers or you getting bullshit offers? And one week notice offers. Like any look, opponents that you once they, anybody you remember they offered you on one week's notice? Um I know they, they offered me they offered me ammo like probably it was like like two and a half three Damn. Weeks. Ammo yeah. from Matchroom. Yeah. At fifty four or sixty? At sixty. Okay. I want. I'll take that fight. Any, so, any. just to be clear, they offered you ammo, and who would he end up fighting? Was it Mama's um, Boy? Because um, I feel like Cordell. Mama's Boy. Cordell. Oh, he fought Cordell Booker. Yeah, he, yeah, Cordell. Yeah, that's my so, guy. You know, I always talk about him, and I always yo, forget his name. That, that was a very. I remember that fight. That was on the Haney JoJo on the card. That was a, a interesting stoppage. I'm not gonna lie to you. Why so? I was there, but I don't remember it. I remember it being an interesting stoppage. Like maybe I feel like I remember Ammo really like yeah, Cordell got hurt. What didn't he get hurt? I feel like I feel like he I, got I, got caught cold. That's what yeah. I think. Mm. I think he was cold. Um he got your 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 manager, Paul, or he's not with you no All more. Right. So now, like my manager from the past, we not—he's not with me no more. The contract expired. I didn't sign an extension to do those Mexico fights. So just to be clear, though, the manager you're speaking of is Paul. No, no. Okay, that's your new manager. Yeah, that's yeah, that's um, I, that's like a buddy of mine. I I told him to put that up there so the matchmakers don't gotta call me. They they could just call him and he could just let me know. So I, I don't have a manager. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna have to send you some info there, man. Have you ever heard of Adrian Clark? No, I never heard of him. <laughs> uh, well, he he's pretty good and respected, and he's back in the game. Um, you know, he had guys like uh, I think it's James De La Rosa got him big fights. If you check out his resume, any big fights you see, he got him all those. Jerry Belmontes, 
He just got um, Brian Norman the top rank deal. He just got Brian Norman the top rank and deal. He got Giovanni Cabrera top had, rank uh, deal. He had got Earl the Miguel Cotto fight. Yeah, obviously. Earl just didn't take it because obviously it would have meant he had to sign the Golden Boy. But there was a sit down for uh, Earl to take that Cotto fight. He didn't take it, so Saddam Ali took it. So Adrian was a manager back then. Now he's got a new company. Have you ever heard of uh, Main Events? Kathy yeah. Miller? So Jolene Mazzone left main events and is with Adrian now, and they formed the management company. So I'll give you the information. I don't know if they'll be interested. Obviously, that's between you and them. But, you know, I rock with you and your team. So, you know, we want to see the best for you. Um, so so, so now that you don't have a manager, what? how are you moving? I, I'm, I'm going to let you know. So um, after the Tyler Howard fight, they had offered me uh to fight some guy um on a Don King card, right? Damn. Um, Let me ask you, stop you right there and ask you, when when you get the call for a Don King card, what's your first impression? What's what's the first thing goes through your mind? At the time, I didn't even know he was still promoting. Like <laughs> I, I didn't know, but I was, I was, he was excited. With it. Hell yeah, that's he a legend. Like yeah. you know. Um, you gotta I, be I, careful. You gotta be careful. You know what I'm saying? I, I forgot the dude's name. Uh, I think he was on a contender. Um, they wanted me to fight him, and he didn't want to fight. So Alfonso Gomez? No, 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 no. This was the new, the, the new last. Brandon, oh, the, oh, the new one. So let's see, Brandon Adams, oh, Sugar Shane Mosley Jr. I, I, nah. Oh. It got to be Marco Hernandez, Madman? Moore. Michael Moore. Moore. Okay. Okay. He made it to the finals. No, he yeah. didn't. I yeah, thought, yeah. That's the, that was the aggressive guy I in the thought, show. I thought the final was Shane Mosley Jr. versus Brandon Adams. Yeah, but I mean, Moore had to lose to one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I know him. He was the dark skin dude. He was real aggressive. He was acting like a bully in the show. Yeah, they had they had offered me him, so I'm like, I'm with it. Like, you know, but he ain't, ain't want to fight. Mm. So, and it was for like a WBA belt. And um, they like, all right, well, fuck, like, you don't want to be on the card? You don't want to fight him? Then we'll make him, we'll put him on the card. So, I'm not going to lie. Don had put like a nice contract together for me. And he like offered me a promotional agreement. And then at the time, like, it's like, yo, do you still wait for these calls and take these beats because it's risky like I, the tyler howard fight i had to make sure i won every round like i don't like i couldn't if it was five three that it would have been a draw like if it, you know i had to make sure i won all the rounds and like going into the fight it's hard to go into the fight thinking like damn i gotta get a knockout or you want to be kind of like you want to know you want on an even playing field so so when he had offered me the contract, I was just thinking, like, I was weighing the pros and cons. I'm like, yo, like, you want to keep, like, coming in on the B side and taking these risks? Or at least you'll have somebody behind you. And that's going, you know, and, and you're going to actually be more active. You're going to get fights. And they're going to put you in position. So, like, I decided to rock with Don because he, like, wanted to rock with me. So Don King. I, yeah, Don King. And he, you signed with him? Yeah. Oh shit! How many fights? Um, it's 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 a. I got two years left. So, but look, check this out. So far, I, like I said, I got two fights with him. He, I'm he paying me well. 
and I'm I'm ranked now I'm ranked seven in the WBA. So so far, like everything he said he was gonna do, he's doing. So I don't really got no issues. I mean, except that you're only fighting once a year, champ. Nah, I'm look, I fought Jenny, I just fought like two weeks ago. I'm gonna fight like two or three more times this year, for sure. Yo, does I ain't and again, champ, you know, we just want the best, but now I don't know funny shit. You know, mm -hmm. but uh is Don even doing two, three shows a year? Like yeah. But like, you know what's you it's always cross promotion. Like like sure. I said. I mean, yeah, he got don't yeah, he got he connections. Got, he could put you on other people. Don't, don't he got Macaboo? Macaboo. He do got Macaboo. Macaboo about a fight under Jake Paul. But he that's all the way in Saudi. Yeah. Did they offer you anything in Saudi Arabia? Because his fighter, the WBC cruiserweight, is fighting out there versus Badu Jack. Not yet, but look, think about we did with uh, what's his name? Trevor Bryant. Oh, Trevor Bryant. He got him. He got him strapped. He, I think he got paid like one point six for that fight. Get the fuck for the for the Dubois fight. Look, look it up. Wow. Wait, wait. Think about um, remember a Mary mom? He fought yeah. Ramirez WBC strap on uh, top rank. Um, but on yeah, the flip but, side, champ. But, on the flip side, champ. He also had Yildirim, and Yildirim took like four fucking years to take his shot. I got a video with Yildirim, like in 2018, talking about David Benavides. Yeah, that was with me. I'm, we went to Florida. I'm gonna fuck you up. My guy ain't even know what he was saying, bro. And he ain't get his shot uh, to Canelo till 2021. That was four years. Yeah, but later. The, I think that was politics though, because that was the whole WBC waiting line shit. Remember, he had got that cut. I don't in the Darrell fight, I, and I think that's what that's what that's what the right, whole thing right. came yeah, about. Yeah, but even that took a while. But <laughs> I do want to say Amir Iman always had Peter Khan, and that's a great manager. Like it's always good to have a good promoter, but the manager he doing shit, man. Like he making sure you in the right position. And Amir Iman did always have uh, Peter Khan, man. Who look what he did. Um, for Franchon Cruz, made it undisputed. Look what he did for uh, Cambosos, made him damn near undisputed. He needed that one belt, couldn't get it from Haney. You know, um, Peter Kahn, he's all right. Look, he just had that kid on on, on Matchroom with two fights, one fight in fucking Venezuela and one in Colombia. All of a sudden, he in America on a fucking... And he took TV time from 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 our girl. They put that little dude, yeah, 105 did, pounds, did. instead of Shadeja Green. But whatever, which brings me to, your name is Green, too. Are y'all somehow related and I didn't know? Nah, nah, we oh, not okay. related. Green's from Patterson. Shout out oh. to her. Like. Two Greens from Patterson trained with the same trainer. What is the fucking probability of that? That's crazy. How big is Patterson? Nah, it's, it's pretty big, oh. man. I uh, mean, I Patterson. feel like it's, it's, it's not that. I mean, but I'm from Jersey, you feel me? So nah, I, Like, Nork is way bigger than Patterson. Like, really? Patterson. Yeah, the only reason I'm asking, remember, I'm Dominican, so when I go to Patterson, I was going to a certain section. You was going with the poppies. Oh, where the poppies be, man? <laughs> Yo, it's really like that. It's like Patterson segregated. It's word. Yo, you know, it's man. funny. It's funny though because I was. Go ahead. No, nah, that's what I was saying. Like it's it's really just a Spanish section in Patterson. And it's it's a black area. It's like yeah, you know, it's, no, I, I was telling him the first time I was out in Newark. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. This shit like the crib. Like I'm from Chicago. Chicago segregated as fuck. But he had me with a poppies being Newark. But see, we ain't got Dominicans in the city. We got Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. As far that's as far as the Spanish go. So I'm out there and I'm thinking I'm I'm in the hood. I'm thinking I'm in a black neighborhood. 
And then, you know, I see a beautiful black young lady walk by, don't speak a lick of English. She's <laughs> Colombian, Dominican, some other shit. I'm just like, whoa. It was different Yo, for me. Yo, Patterson is dope, too. Like, women-wise. I feel like... Patterson and Passaic. I feel like... It's, it's some bars over there? Hell yeah, I, some bars and some, some spots over there. I know you took me to, like, definitely some Spanish bars, a little Brazilian spot. You know. oh, I took you to Patterson? I, oh, we definitely went to the palace. <laughs> I feel, bro, I feel, man, you took me to like five or six bars. When, okay. So I feel like we went to Patterson for sure. We definitely went to the Patterson, Ian. <laughs> when the last time you been at the Palace? You a fighter? Nah, nah. I don't, I don't That's listen. right. Stay away from the Palace. What's the Palace, Ian? Tell us. Strip What's the Palace? Club, strip oh, okay. club. I'm locked in. Like, I'm, I'm, I really want straps. Like, like, like I said, like I said before, like I ain't. It's not like I said. Remember, I said back then I was fighting for me. Mm-hmm. Right now, about me. Like I got, like I got a family. I got kids, and on top of that, like, let's say, right? Like, I, like I said, when I got that phone call, I was, like I said, I was done. I was depressed. But every day, somebody get that call. Like whether it's a, a, a mother, a brother, somebody losing their mother, their brother, their son. Somebody get that call every day, mm-hmm. and like That's if they good. could. If they could cut the TV on, right, and then they see like, oh, this kid was in the same position as me, and then on top of that, he became a world champion. You know what? Let me get up, and let me like they they it stopped them from pulling that trigger, like, like, cause you had them thoughts. It stopped them from taking all the pills to just to, like, you had them thoughts. Like mental health, I, like I'm a I'm a mental health advocate for real. Like and I I never knew the severity of it until. Like I, I was dealing what I was dealing with, but it's like, it's like you, like you burnt, like it's like you, you can't run from the pain. It's, it's all in you, you know. But going back to what I was saying, if, if somebody could cut the TV on and just see, like, ah oh, man, this guy's a world champion, and he, and he was able to make it out of, with like his circumstances, then I could do it too, you know. So like, I ain't just fighting for me. I'm fighting for all of those people, and I'm fighting for my family. Like I'm from the trenches, like. Like, you know, section eight, you know, I'm sure you know what that is. Like heating up the house with the stove. That's that's where I come from. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm really I'm that's not it's not like that no more, but I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm from I'm that's the type of stuff that I, I grew up I grew up with and I'm I'm trying I'm changing that. It's over. Like I'm a lot of people not, don't know about opening the fucking stove to warm your house up, champ. They don't I, know about that I, shit. Oh, but like I said, bro, like I'm like if you if you signing that contract to fight me, I'm telling you, don't let them them losses. They fooled a lot of motherfuckers, but that's it's, it's a wrap for that, bro. I'm not losing, and that's and that's not everything. Ain't no, Chan, nobody, ain't no, I know you're gonna say yes to this, but you know just to put it out there so that the powers that be listening can get these offers to you. Rayota Moroda, former WBA champ. If they call yeah. you, would you go to Japan for him? Yes. How many was, weeks do you need since they like calling you short notice? How much is too short and how much is just right? Obviously, say, perfect timing is eight weeks. We know that. But hypothetically, they ain't giving you eight weeks. Like you said, high risk, low reward. Fuck it. Let's let's call them with less time. How much is that time? Like, like Floyd said, give me six weeks and I got him. Okay. Period. Give me six weeks and I got him. Like, I, like I'm... I'm always in some shape. Like I'm always in the gym. I just fought two weeks ago. I'm in the gym. Like I'm, 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 I'm training. Like you know, I'm always in some shape. But it's a difference between being in 
shape and then being in fight shape. I just keep I just keep myself in shape so I could get in fight shape like rather quickly. But um sure. me like six weeks and yeah, I'll definitely take that fight. I'll fight anybody. I'm and I'm gonna win. Like I, I feel like it ain't no middleweight that could that got the box. I could box. I could outbox you. I could, I could, we could fight. We could bang. Like I, I really could do it all. I got a lot of tools in my arsenal. Like I've been in the ring with a lot of great fighters. Like, like, and that's another thing people don't know. Like I, I, I was in camp with with Julian Williams. The Julian Williams that beat Jared Hurt. He's sharp. Like he's a great fighter. He's, I feel like he's underrated too. But he's, he's a real good fighter. You know, um. I've been in the ring with arguably the best fighter in the world, Terrence Crawford. I was in camp with him. Like, I got experience. Um, How many prime. weeks you was with Crawford? I was there for, like, like two weeks. Okay. So what, Monday, okay. Wednesday, Friday sparring? Yeah, them five-minute rounds. I'm, and, five and minutes? I thought it was four. No, no. Nah, we was doing five-minute rounds. And, Damn, and, how was that first round? Because I'm sure that probably was your first time going five. Like, yo, did yo, you have to trick yourself mentally? Let, like, yo, I'm not tired. Let me tell you, my, that was my first time in Colorado. When I got there, Whoa, yo, th Whoa, that's that's harsh. I ain't going to yeah, lie. Yeah, you couldn't breathe then, huh? Bro, then, no, no, no. Let me tell you, Colorado Springs, bro, the moment you land, you get off the plane, you, the, bro, the airport, you're not even going inside. You get off, you on the mountains, right? That air, bro, it's like, it's like, you know, that the real good weed that when you hit it, it almost feel like you ain't hitting it. That's how it feel, bro. Like you ain't breathing. It's like, to go. I, I was sleeping. That the, the all right, So when I got there, when I went to sleep that night, I couldn't sleep because I I couldn't breathe. I'm like, yo, this this shit is really different out here for real. <laughs> nah, you ain't lying. Damn, for real, bro. That high elevation, that ain't nothing to play with. So it, it took you how many days to get acclimated, champ? Like it took me like a good like a like a good five days. Five shit. Days. So you had to spar that first week out of mm -hmm. breath, basically. So I got there on a on a Tuesday, so I was I sparred that Wednesday and Friday. And then by the time Monday came, I was I was I was good, but yeah, it was a little rough. Shakur, but Shakur, Shakur was out there. He was helping me. He was helping me out a little bit. He was in my corner because I ain't my trainer couldn't come, so I was out there by myself. How was, was Shakur helping. helping you? What like corner he man just, help? Yeah, corner man help. Like you know, like corner man help type shit. That's what's but, up, man. We we was just with Shakur in Houston. He's a great guy. Yeah. So y'all yeah, knew yeah. each other already? Because I know you in Patterson, he's in Newark. No, no, no. I used to train like in his gym in okay. Newark. I was from Patterson, I I shoot to the gym. The one on one pleasant? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was shit. In okay, you was right by the hood. That's uh Broadway right there. <laughs> so I knew for a while, like he here like cool kid, like real motivational, like that motiv like what he's doing is motivating to us too, so um, but going back to what I was saying, like yeah, like I said, I was in the ring with, with Bud, um, like Prime Glenn, Prime Glenn, uh, and Glenn even Tapia, like the, you mean? Yeah, Glenn Tapia, even the up and coming guys, like um, I did some rounds with Sergey. He's he's a great fighter, you know, tough fighter. Uh, Berlanga, I did did some rounds with him, good fighter, and I even got I even got it in with us. Uh, uh, Richardson got a couple rounds in with him like probably a couple months ago. Great 140 fighter. 140 Richardson. 
Yeah, how first. was that jab? Because boy, he was he looked so sharp this weekend. Had a good jab. He's sharp. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I like him. He's sharp. Too. So, um, like I said, like I've been and and that's that's just the guys you guys know now. The guys that you guys really don't know, they're beasts that I'd be in the ring with. Like, all right, y'all know Shadeja. Like, I know hit, Hot like, too. I'm waiting for you to talk about Hot because he's. A, he, I mean, the, the worst problem with Hawk is he's getting older, man. They ain't giving him his shot. He getting older, but, man, he is a gym legend to me. Hey, yo, first thing first, though, Shadeja, she hit like a man. Like, that. Oh. You ain't got to tell me, champ. She hit me with that double left hook to the body. I was done. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask you. You weren't there when she put Ness nah, on his Nah, ass? nah, nah, nah. Oh, he wasn't there. Uh. And she didn't put me down. I ran around the ring not to go down, bro. Oh, and then you jumped out the ring. That's right. I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Really got me. Like, she, you you want to know something? She don't, you know how they say, she, like, like, oh, nah, she hit hard for a female. If she was a dude, she hit hard. Like, she got good power, like, for real. But, um... Like shout out to her. Like she she um helps me out like in camp. Like that that she won't be she not my main sparring partner none, but they'll throw her in like in the middle or the back end when I'm a little tired and I still got me on point because you know. She and um Yeah, word. And uh like I, I it says one fifty four pounder I train with his name his name is DJ. Like he he's sharp as a knife. He young, he he like nineteen, twenty. He, he, he's next up for real. People really don't know much about him, but y'all gonna know soon. Like, he's a beast. So watch out for him. And you know, hot. What's his last know. name? DJ what? Uh, his name Dwight Flemings. Okay. That's, that's my He a beast. Like, he, he any up-and-coming fighter, he smoke him. At, at 154, 160, he smoke him. I'm telling you that right now. Like, all them top-ranked fighters, he smoke him. Mm. And also, Hawk, y'all, y'all. I, they, I, I mean, I spar him a lot for fights. You know, he's he's tough. And then, uh, you know, let me ask you because I thought Hot could beat Devon Lee. I think it was like a year ago or two years ago. I had got him that fight, and he mm -hmm. ain't take it. Obviously, you know, Hot. You know, Hot has his inconsistencies because he he dealing with a lot of shit. You know, mm. uh, so he wasn't really in the gym. They ain't take it, but. I'm I'm assuming you think Hot could beat fucking Devon Lee, right? Out of ten, it was something going on outside of it. Like he probably wasn't in shape or something like that. But nah, he, he definitely definitely could beat him. That's what he needed, man. That that a win over Devon would have put him on the map. You Yo. know what I mean? People would know him now. Yeah. I, I, he like ten now. If I'm not what? mistaken, I think he's like ten and zero right now. He's gonna get a fight. He's gonna get a good fight soon. I wanted to ask because we're talking about obviously a lot of young talent and just talent in general out of that Jersey area. Um, I know you've probably been able to see him more than we have, but yo, I got to bring him up because I think the world of him already. Little Manny Chance. Oh yeah, Rajan yeah, oh. brother. He know Rajan. They train in yeah, the same yeah, gym. Yeah, I know he know Rajan. That's why I know he know Manny. Nah, Manny. He he really like he different. I know I hear that all the time. He really different. Like, he different for real. And then Rajan, his brother. He slept on. He he he's sharp. Like watch out for him. He's sharp. I spar him too. Like you know, he he's sharp. And um, I want to bring up uh another fighter. His name Norman Neely. Like he a heavyweight. Yeah. Like, I, and I, I spar like I spar middleweights, and and I spar him like a heavyweight. He just as fast as a middleweight. Like he really a beast. 
watch out for that guy. Like he he he's something special for real. Like he 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 different. So like I like I got a lot he of for the loss though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. His last fight, it was he you know, he got caught with a, a shot, but he I feel like that's going he he was kind of putting the he kind of put in a position I was in and what, I think like it's late notice? What you mean? The position you no, were no, in? No, no, no. Like, like, when you lose, like, they start, they sleep on you, you know? So, I feel like he going to get a good fight, and he, like, he going to catch somebody lacking. Like, I believe. What yeah. did he say was the issue? Because we know Rodell Booker very well, my man. And, and, and again, if you supposed to be the goods, you ain't supposed to lose to a dude that been in prison 10 years. Like, Rodell... You know, he- Rodell's was- durable. Rodell's durable. We just made money on him because I told people he was not going to get knocked out after that fight. So we made money on him, but he's still not youthful. You know Norman did eight in prison, right? Get the- Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. He, so he, he went to jail when he was younger. But he like before he went to jail, he was doing this thing in the amateurs. But he, he did time, and he came home, he, and he got back to his career. You feel me? He got, you know... But um, I I mean, he, I'm sure he'll be up here soon, so he could explain to y'all like, we well, I really don't know like the details of what happened, but I just know he got caught with a good shot. But like I said, that he gonna I know him like he, he gonna bounce back stronger, and he really a problem for real. It's just you know it's boxing, like shit happens. So yeah. Um, but like 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 I said, like I'm around a bunch of studs, like I'm around a bunch of. Studs that's gonna get me better, and it's a lot of good work around Jersey. Even I'm beginning working with me and Khalil Cole. We be getting in from time to time. Like I love Khalil Cole. Yeah, so like I said, it's it's a lot of good work, and it, like I said, bro, these middleweights they can't fuck with me. Period. They they not ain't nobody fucking with me now, bro. I'm 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 back and I'm better. And like I said, I'm willing to fight whoever. Period. So you I'm very with- highly ranked in that WBA. Um, would you be willing to take that Sergio Martinez fight? I know he's 47, and people like, yo, he ain't supposed to be boxing, but this dude is ranked, like, number two. I mean, I'll take that with... Of course, he a legend. I would love to add him to my resume. Yeah, that's... that's the All right, that's... Those are the fights I want. Like, now... All right, like, I get it. Uh-oh. Like, I, right, I respect... You got a call. Okay. Did you get a call, champ? Um, nah, you can hear me? I'm good. I lost you. Call back. Damn, we had Ian Green on. We're going to get him back on. Yo, that was a wonderful interview thus far. Definitely, uh, you know, thankful to have Ian. And, uh, yo, somebody who uh, I just learned about and uh, getting to know. But great story thus far, bro. Give us a sec here to see can we connect with him. And uh, just want to remind everybody else who is tuned in, smash that like button. Make sure you are subscribed as we are trying to reach that next goal of 165,000. We're really close. Uh, Let's hope we got him back. Norman, you there? Shit, I mean, Yo. Ian, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You, you, you yeah, hear me? Yeah, we got you. We got I'm you. Good. Yeah. Sorry was about that. that? I don't what know. was I saying? Uh, well, we were definitely talking about Sergio taking that opportunity. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, those are the fights I want. Like, I want contenders. Like, 
Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I respect the game. We know when you lose, they look at you like you're a gatekeeper. You know, I respect it. But I feel like I proved that I ain't no it's – it's a wrap for that. Like, I want the I, – I just fought another – my last fight was get some undefeated kid, you know? Like, now I want the contenders. I want the guys that's ranked above me. Like, I want to fight those guys. So, him – um. Any any of the top names, yes, of course, I'll take that with open arms. There's no fight that you're gonna ask me that I'm gonna say no to. Like any of them fights I'm taking, bro, and I'm I'm gonna win. Well, uh, I mean, those are all of our questions, but uh I am gonna connect you with some people because you know, I think you got opportunities on the matchroom side, be truthful. Like Felix Cash, you know, he going to want your ranking. He's below you. He's with Matchroom. Ammo's still over there. But Ammo's above him. So if he can't get nothing big, well, maybe they look I, back. I mentioned Ammo because you mentioned Felix Cash, and that's the name that is being Felix Cash around. ain't taking it, though. Okay, so. Yeah, he been, that, so, that been off the table. From I mean, Rob let us know in the pre-pro, but pretty sure Felix Cash, Ammo been off the table. They did all that hyping for nothing. I thought that was just his most recent fight, or has he fought since? Who? Ammo. I thought they, he didn't fight Cash. No, but he took. They took him out there, and I thought they had him on the same. Yeah, bill. that's what I'm saying. They built it up when Cash was fighting. He was there. They played. <laughs> they played Ammo out on TV, and then the fight ain't happening. Yeah. So who's Felix fighting? No clue, brother. I could check for oh, you, okay. but no, no, uh, I mean, I really don't care. I just you mentioned one guy. I I heard the other guy's name. I ain't never even seen Felix Cash. I just know that they was trying to set him up for Ammo. No, nah, I'll fight. Well, I'll fight any of those guys. You know, I, I want to fight those type of guys. So, you think Top wanna... Rank brings you back for Xander? You think you get a Xander shot? Xander's already at sixty. I mean, you know, Xander's fifty-four, bro. Uh, Unless they gonna move him up or offer you to fight, you know, <laughs> for you to I, kill yourself. I thought he was I, at sixty, but if he at fifty-four, never mind. He, uh, yeah, he's at fifty-four. He's a great fighter. He, he a kid, like. He, I don't think they, no. I, I like I said, I want I want to fight guys that's getting close to a world title, like ex world champions, or that's like at the door of a title shot. Like I'm, I'm really on like you know fights like that. Has there ever been a talk, rumor, offer for Danny Garcia? Because he wants to test himself at middleweight. He been talking about fighting Laura. And he's ranked one slot below you. That'll be your biggest fight ever. And it'll be technically on paper easier because Danny is a, a welterweight move. Well, actually, 140 moving up. I'm not going to lie. I love that fight. But, no, nah, it was – I never I never got a call about that. But I take that – like, I take that with open arms. Like I, like I said, bro, there's it's no fight in this world that I won't take. Like, if they call me to fight Triple G, I'm taking it. And a lot of people would think that uh, I'll lose, but y'all can win some money that night. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. Well, champ, that is... Let me double check. I think we might have a post from the people before we let you go. But let everybody know your social media in the meantime. You can follow me on Instagram at aboutgreen with two Ts. So just aboutgreen with two Ts. Twitter and green boxing. And that's it, really. And, um... Yeah, and I also want to just give my trainers their flowers. Uh, uh, my trainer Dwight Flemings, you know, we've been together for a while, and like he, it's been a lot of ups and downs. But 
Like, you wait, know, we, wait, wait, wait. So Dwight has a son? Because you just said Dwight Fleming we need to look out for, and now you're saying Dwight Fleming is your trainer. So is it the same person or a father-son? The son. So DJ, that's Dwight Jr. That's why I call him DJ. And then Dwight Fleming is his father. So that he's he's our trainer. So, you know, um, just wanted to shout him out. I wanted to shout out Terrific, you know, uh, like ever since we we clicked back up, man, it's been nothing but like success. And I want to shout out my cut lady for my last fight, uh, Veronica. Um, I got headbutt in the first Shut round. Up. I said, I sh I showed you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't know she was. A, I I I know she used to do strength and conditioning for y'all. She cut woman now too. Yo, bro, she and she a beast. If you, I, if you look at, I don't know if y'all could show my Instagram, but if y'all could show, if you yeah. go on my Instagram. Go to my last picture and then like swipe over like like three pictures. Look at the cut I suffered in the first round of my fight. She took care of that shit for me, yo. So I wanted to give her a shout out too. Oh shit. Yeah, let me screen share this. T minus now. Okay. Yeah. So, so so you kept your composure with all that blood, champ. Damn, you lucky they ain't stop it because it looked like the cut was under the eyelid, right? Or above, or on the eyelid. It was above, but it was like literally going inside my eye. It was it was everywhere. But nah, she she did her thing with it, and it happened in the first round. Like it happened like as soon as the fight started. So like it was kind of the fight was kind of tougher than what it should have been. But like I said, was this um a headbutt or a punch? I was a headbutt. I, if you look in your DM. I I'm here to show that I ain't. I'm sorry, I'm just going to walk um, slides, but I, I didn't know they was all they all video. Yeah, well, um, nah, I, I, if you check our DMs together, mm -hmm. I sent to the headbutt, the video of the headbutt. Oh, I don't know if you... Let me go to that. Yeah, 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 I'm going to go to it. Danny, double check Patreon or, or hit up uh Brandon. All right. While I get this video. One sec. I got it. Right. It's like the first second of the video, like you can see it. Like. Oh, he tried to get a little flurry on So, yeah, I wanted to give her a shout out because that it was that was a bad cut. So she she did her thing with that, and you know. So does um, she help you with strength and conditioning too? Because I seen her, you know, she she usually does that with her daughter and with with, with Shadeja and Rajan, from what I remember. But I've been gone from the city for like four years now. Yes, now she helps me with strength and conditioning. And, oh, I want to shout out this another fighter. His name his name Tank. He from he from Pat he from Patterson also and. He about to turn pro. He he's a beast. Nobody really don't know much about him, but y'all gotta watch out for him. His name Gregory Price. He, he a beast. He on IG. He, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, send it to me in the DM after the interview. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, um, he just wanted to shout my team out, and I just wanted to let people know, like, no matter what you're going through in life, like, it's you could you could get through it. You just gotta put that first step forward, you know, and. Like it's not, it's not always, 
it's not always a breakdown. It could be a breakthrough. So just just keep your head up and just keep pushing. Because let, let me ask you: Is there any connection to your relationship with Paul and Stephen Nelson? Like, did you meet Paul through Stephen, or did you already know Paul? Because I know Stephen Nelson works with Paul. No, nah, no, nah, I knew Paul from when I first turned pro. Paul been rock even P PG Sports. Shout out to Paul. He been rocking with me, even after even during that three year layoff. He was always rocking with me, checking on me, making sure I was good. Like, nah, I, I knew Paul since I turned pro. Um, Paul, Paul, my guy. But nah, I don't know. Nah, I ain't, I don't know Stephen or nothing like that. I don't so you ain't even see Stephen at the Crawford camp. He's that hundred and sixty eight pounder that just fought on Black Prom. Uh, he's with Crawford. I, I don't know him personally, but yeah, I saw him at the camp. He was in the camp, but I don't know him personally. I really was. I went there by myself, wasn't really, I just came for business. I, I met the kid, Jamonte Clark, he a, he a cool kid. And, um, cause he was out there in camp with us too. And uh, Bubakar from, they both from Cincinnati, Ohio. I met, I was kicking it with those guys, but I went out there by myself, just, like I just but went there I, for I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, did you get work with that 68 pounder since y'all so close in weight? Oh no no no! It was just straight. I was just there strictly for Bud. Bad. And shout out to I mean, it don't get no better than Bud, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Shout out for Bud. Shout out to Bud for for them like you know flying me out there, giving me the experience because that that leveled me up like crazy. Um, did you actually come back or did you leave it up to them? You know what? Uh, Bo Mac told me like, yo, we ever fight Keith or somebody? I like Keith Thurman. We'll bring you back. Mm. So I'm like, all right. And I wanted to shout out uh and you brand man, Julian Williams trainer, he made him and him and my trainer, Dwight, they made that happen for me. So shout out to Brad Man and shout out to J Rock too, like for bringing me to his camp. And I was, you know, getting good work in with him too. So no work with boots, because I know Shadeja worked with boots and, and and obviously uh Hakeem has always worked with Julian, so they go to Philly a lot. Y'all ever not yet? Ever since I've been with T, like we ain't go to Philly yet. So nah, no work with boots. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Mr. Green, Ian Green, thank you for uh, joining us. You can find Ian Green on Instagram by searching about Green. And uh, we appreciate you, man. We're going to be locked in and, uh, you know, following your career. The minute you get any news, hit us up. We'll bring you right back on, man, to announce it. All right. No problem. No problem. Thank y'all for having me, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Keep doing your thing, man. Thank and you and, and sure. I appreciate Keep pushing, man. Exactly. Uh, I appreciate that you didn't give up, man. And uh, not just that, bro, but that you telling your story because a lot of people uh will get inspired. Not just inspired, bro, but they can definitely relate, man. Um, you know, everything you said as far as uh the type of business this is and the type of sport it is, how lonely things can get. And how just, difficult, man. And just, it is. and just the real world, bro. Like at the end of the day, you get what I'm saying, uh just the world, the boxing world that we live in. So uh, definitely appreciate appreciate the inspiring story and keep pushing. Yeah, and just to like just to say one more thing, I went like I went from fighting in the middle of nowhere in Mexico, a bar, a bar in Mexico. Then I remember one like I remember like a year later, I'm in I'm in Las Vegas, the day before Canelo fight in ESPN, like. Stuff could change, you know. You just really just gotta like just believe in yourself and 
and take the risk. But things change. So I went from that to now I'm in I'm putting myself in position. So that where I, I was at a place where people thought it was over for me, but I, I believed in myself and I, I invested in myself. I went from doing that to now I'm I'm making good money and I'm I'm putting myself in position. I'm number seven in the world. So let's go. Appreciate it. to being seven in the world. Appreciate you, champ. Uh, can't wait to get you back on, man. I appreciate you guys, bro. All right, take it easy. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Contender Ian Green. Those are part of these uh, beautiful stories in boxing, man. I did. I did want to ask as soon as he said, you know, he was in camp. Like, uh, who you picking now? But you know. He, we should have, too, because this is Keith Thurman and Earl Spence. We, we totally dropped the ball there. But we're going to go to the callers. We got Roy or Rory. Excuse me. What up? Rory. Yo, yo. Let me uh, give me a second, Rory. Let me see what we could do here because I don't hear you. You there? I hear you now. Talk to us. Hello, sir. Rory, we hear you. All right, I had one to um talk about the the you no know, the Spence and, and Keith Thurman fight, and I got an um, interesting theory about that. Mm-hmm. All right, um, do you remember some years back when when Sean Porter, um, Danny Gar Danny Garcia, and um who the other one is? Who's another one? It was all like fighting each other for a minute. Like um and and they was keeping Earl Spence out of the loop. And for a long time Spence was like, I'm never gonna fight Thurman. I'm never gonna fight Thurman. And then I was all of a sudden they in a position where they're gonna fight. I believe that that the the powers that be whoever is making the fight because it's a decent little fight, you know what I mean? And I ain't never understand why. I mean I kinda understand, but you know, I, um, Spence was like, I'm never going to fight this guy. But now he, he kind of have to fight him. So my theory on that was why they were fighting at 54 is that he never wanted to give a, he never wanted to give Thurman a shot at the title. The same shot that Thurman wasn't willing to give him back in, um, back in um, like four or five years ago. So I just find it interesting that they fighting at 54 instead of 147. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really rock with that shit. The fact that people defending that is, is lame as fuck. Like, oh, yeah, he don't want to give him a shot. That's why he's at 54 and everybody's okay when they should be like, what the fuck is he doing? He got three belts holding up the division. He don't want to fight Keith, who's his mandatory. This is some political bullshit that they doing. But, you know, everybody I sees things differently. I agree. I, it, I it's, it, I'm, a, I'm like I'm in my mid forties, man. I've been watching boxing for a long time since I was a kid, and I remember like the best used to fight the best on a consistent basis, like the you know the Foremans and the, the Holyfields and the you know the Tysons and the, even going back to Ali and Frazier and all them all that crew. I can't understand why the best fighters are not fighting each other. Like you look at UFC right now. There's no undefeated fighters in UFC. It's a win. It's, you're a prize fighter. 
you fighting for the money. I know you fighting for glory and the prestige and everything, but you are a prize fighter. So I I, really, I truly believe that Floyd, I, listen, Floyd is an all-time great, and I love him. I, I've been watching him ever since, you know, we, and I mean, we're around the same age, so I've been uh, keeping up with him for a long time. But I think the, the fact that everybody want to be undefeated and everybody want to keep their oath, I think it has put a pressure on these fighters not to actually fight people that can possibly get them an L because we, the, the society, then, like once you lose, it's like the world is over. Oh, God, it's over. I, I mean, think, but, you know, but look, you want people not to feel that way, specifically fighters, but we just literally had a fighter on that he went through that. He took a loss, then took another loss, then lost both his parents, and the world was over. But... On top of that, bro, you brought up the UFC, like, like, uh, and and old boxing, but, bro, those was monopolies. Like Don King had a monopoly on the fighters. You get what I'm saying? Which is why he was able to give the world cards with two, three Hall of Famers on it in mismatches because they wasn't making what, uh, they probably should have been making. Same thing can be said about uh UFC fighters. You get what I'm saying? The biggest, uh, UFC reporter that's ever touched the streets was just talking about how they just signed this great deal with with, with uh, Logan and KSI, and you know how much the fighters is making from that? Not a dime. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? They just had their UFC fighter, uh, their UFC heavyweight champ get released from their contract because they couldn't come to an agreement to pay him. You know, I said it yesterday, Demetrius Johnson, who was uh, pound for pound number one at the time, uh, you know what I'm saying? They they couldn't get it right with him, so he had to go to another promotion. So, um, although it may seem that way, that's not the way uh, shit really happens. Um, you know, we see it. I think uh, we see it more often than not. Um, you know, it's just a sport that doesn't have the regulation that other sports has. So it's hard for the fight fan to... Stay motivated to stay, uh, you know, um, positive with these fights that we just don't get. But let's see if we have any more callers. Number to call in, 425-569-5241. We are on Twitter and Discord as well. Well, let me just wrap up with Rory. Rory, I just muted you because you had, uh, you know, hella feedback. Yo, December to December's 12 months, right? When the last time Marcus Brown fought? December. So that's 12 months, right? Yeah. And now we in the second month. That's 14 total, right? I don't know why they arguing me about 10 months over here. <laughs> Go ahead, Rory. I mean, 14 is a lot closer to 12 than it is to 24. All right. As, as a fan. But I said as 14. A fan. Mm. At first, I said two as years. Go ahead, Rory. As a fan, I just want to be able to, I'm like, I just want to be able to see the, the fights that we, we should be getting as fans, the people that support these fighters. And, and um, you know, it, it it just don't make no sense. Like, I'm going to give you a quick story then, you know. Uh, I, in the whole Earl Spence and Crawford negotiations, when they when they made the announcement for, like, November or whatever the push may be, do you know, and I, and I live in Atlanta, I actually took... The, so people worried thought they actually go have a fight. Do you know I booked 
flights and everything, rooms and everything to to Las Vegas, thinking that it was really gonna, they were really gonna make it happen. And you know, and I booked it months like when they first announced it and and got the breaking news. So everything is signed and done. And it's like it's 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 a it's a never ending story with the best fighting the best. It's always something like the the, the Tank and Ryan situation. They they hung up over a rematch clause. That that baffled me to to. Like I'm disgusted with that. How in the why are you even having a rematch cost at a non-title fight? Like I mean, it is, people don't. It's a title fight, though. It's like, but the second, like, and they need to get rid of all the secondary belts. By the way, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing all, with you, Chan. But I mean, any any fight of this magnitude uh, has a rematch cla- clause. It's the biggest fight that can be made in the sport right now. So. For you to say that the biggest fight in the sport won't have a rematch clause. Plus, a name of Oscar fight that didn't have a rematch. Name a Pacquiao fight that didn't have... Like, it's bullshit. Like, dudes are jumping at this because they want to fight so desperately. But when did Floyd not have a rematch? Why you think he rematched Maidana? Why you think he rematched Castillo? Why you think, you know, like, why you think he had rematches? A-sides get rematches. The fact that we got to tell people this shit is so frustrating. Eddie Hearn literally came out and said, I wouldn't be a good promoter if I don't put a fucking rematch clause in AJ's contract. And guess what? It made him a fantastic promoter because when he lost to Andy, he got all the belts back. He made more money. He got bigger. I got to let you go, Rory. Your mic is fucked up. Uh, gentlemen. Appreciate it, champ. That shit was kicking back. Hella feedback, Rory. I got Adrian. What up? Adrian Rowan? No. Adrian on Twitter. Adrian Reina. We can't hear you, champ. Hang up. Call back in. We go on a Discord. Gotta raise your hand if you want to chop it up. Same thing on Blog Talk. We do need you to hit the one button at least one time. And if not, it's going to be an early day for us. Word. We ain't complaining. Ever. Best believe that. Now, GTO, Ringwalk Danny, we are the boxing voice. Make us your choice. Juno, we got Big Balls Nino. What up? Yo, Nez, Danny, what's good? What up? What up? Yeah, man, I just got in here, man. Caught y'all on the way out. I ain't gonna keep y'all too long. But uh, is that May 29th? I just 27, seen that on 27, the, uh, 27th. Uh, 20. They dropped the date for it. Um, you know, we we was fortunate to have a uh, former manager and just uh, you know, boxing all around great Adrian Clark on the show, who has a phenomenal relationship, a phenomenal public relationship with Earl, and he, you know, he gave the day on the show. Ah, uh, for sure, yeah, that's what's up. That's why y'all one of the best podcasts out here. But um, yeah, like I said, if it's uh, still at fifty four, I ain't too hype about it. But you know, I'm a tune in just because of Earl. I think he's gonna stop Thurman. But I think he's going to stay at 54 if it is at 54. He ain't going to fight Crawford no time soon. Not unless that boy move up. And uh, moving over to uh, Zoo and Tony, that's a pretty good fight. I think it's really like a 60-40 fight falling in Tony's favor. 
because I ain't too high on Tim Zoo, man. That just might be me. I ain't really watched them too much, so I might just not know enough about them to like them enough. But from what I've seen, I just ain't too hype on them. But if uh, Tony come in shape, he got his mind right, I think he could get the dub and possibly get that Charlo rematch. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, if y'all doing the show at the win later, I'll be tuned in later, man. I just woke up a little late. Y'all hit that like and subscribe button, and we I'll get with y'all next time. We definitely doing one at the win, and uh, that one will be about the Gilberto Ramirez Gabe Rosado fight and the Jessica McCaskill Ivana has been fight and purse bid. Twelve o'clock. Uh, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, then I'm gonna get with y'all then later, man. All right, champ. We got No in New Orleans. What up? And no. And no. All right, we don't hear you, so what we'll do is uh, close it back up and uh, restart it in the meantime. Okay, I see you, PG Sports. We was just talking about you. Shout out to you uh, with the work you're doing with Steven Nelson and Ian Green and uh, anyone else you may have, champ. Uh, yeah, man. Shout out to you. Hit me up, man. We might we might need to get you on this on this podcast, man. Okay. There we go. Talk to us. Yo, what's up? Is this Paul? Yeah. How are you, brother? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh hearing good things about you. Yeah, appreciate that. I know we uh I don't I don't know if it was you or somebody else, but we briefly talked a couple times. Yeah, uh, I would have to check the DMs, man. I've talked to so many people, but let me know what, yeah, I, yeah, for what sure. how'd you get your start in this sport and uh what would you call PG sports? Is it more marketing, more managing? Because I know you do both. Yeah, for sure. No, so uh yeah, like you said, I do both and um <clears throat> more so in the boxing uh, world, I do management and marketing. So, um, yeah, I work with a bunch of different fighters. Um, I'm from Connecticut, so I got a lot of Connecticut guys. And, uh, yeah, just trying to grow and, and build up the uh, fighters' career on and off, or on and off, or on and outside the ring. I'm used to saying the field, so, yeah. So, what exactly uh, would you say you're doing with Nelson? Yeah, with, with Steven, um, I'm doing marketing. I just, we just uh, started working together in December, so it's only been a few months. And, uh, <clears throat> and yeah, we're just trying to, you know, build his brands. Um, I kind of want to build him up kind of like Top Rank did with Jamel Herring with the Marines. And, you know, he was in the Army for eight years, and I think he doesn't promote that enough. So that's what I'm going to try to do. For sure, for sure. And, and – how do you decide on who you sign and who mm -hmm. you sign as a as a, a to be you know their manager and just to be their marketing team? Um, yeah, I mean it all comes with trust and um, reaching out and things like that. Like like I said, like I'm from Connecticut, so when I meet these guys and things like that, like I've been working with Tremaine Williams, uh, super handsome weight, who's uh, 21 right now for like six seven years now. 
He got the uh, title. The, from... the title shot against uh, Angelo Leo, correct? Yeah, twenty twenty. Yep. Um, yeah. So I've been working with him forever, uh, and then from there, pretty much, and I uh, been working with Chad Dawson too uh, since like twenty thirteen or twenty twelve. Um, so those are both my Connecticut guys, and then from there, you know, everyone sees it. And uh, Cordell Booker, who's from Connecticut. We knew each other, um, but he reached out recently to, for me to manage him, man, do marketing. So we signed that deal in December, too. And then I know you just had uh, Raquel Miller on as well. So I signed a marketing deal with her as well in December. December was kind of big. And then, uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And then Ian Green, I've been working with him since he was like, I don't know, like 5-0 and or something like that. So we've been through, as I'm saying, like it's been a while and uh, so it's dope. Everything's like coming Everyone's coming up right now, so it's dope. So what's a marketing deal consist of for the fighters out there listening that are looking? Mm -hmm. Because marketing to, to them means more publicity, more popularity, mm -hmm. visibility, and potential sponsorships. Yeah, so everything above what you just said. And, um, yeah, just getting your name out there, just like uh, what you guys are doing. Um, you know, some athletes don't like to do interviews, but I try to push them to do different things, even – non-boxing stuff and stuff like that so i work with other athletes um not in the boxing space so then i also get to collab with that too and that builds their audience um for example like i work with WNBA players and people have foundations and we did cross promotion like the boxer or the basketball player goes to their event and they go to their event so um, things like that as well i cover WNBA. uh what are some players that you work with Weird. Uh, so I'm Renee Montgomery's manager. She's retired now, but she's the co-owner of the Atlanta Dream, mm -hmm. and uh, and the she analyst. She does some broadcasting too, right? Yep, she was just on uh, CBS, or she's on C yeah, she was just on CBS last night. She's on uh, uh, NBA TV tonight. Okay. Um, and then uh, I work with Crystal Dangerfield. She was the 2020 Rookie of the Year. And uh, that's it for right now. But, um, yeah, like I said, I'm in Connecticut, so I'm always trying to get the UConn players. Um, I always push, you know, boxers to cross-promote. It's it, it's a sport yep. that's already uh, hard uh, as it is, so I try to get these guys to, you know, cross-promote, uh, you know, in any way possible that makes sense for that specific individual. What do you think uh, – what would be your biggest recommendation to an athlete right now that you're working with and something that you feel that athletes in this generation are are, are falling short in. Uh, pretty pretty simple. It's just social media and not putting themselves out there and not having every platform. Like the first thing I do with everybody is like, yo, you gotta get Twitter, Instagram, uh, the Facebook page, you know, the business page, whatever you want to call it, uh, and now TikTok. So like, you gotta get on those platforms. Uh, perfect example is and and doing interviews too is just like uh when renee opted out a perfect example is she you know we did a million interviews and then from a tmz interview she got a job with tmz like to do the sports uh program so just like little things like anything can happen that's why it's just like you just have to put yourself out there um i've done a bunch of different things in boxing um in terms of firsts uh i'm into nfts as well and last year, uh, I worked with Anthony Taylor too, is a crossover boxer, does MMA boxing, yes. and uh, and we did a deal with a guy that owned a board ape, and he sponsored him, and we put his board ape on his trunks, and that was on the Jake Paul card, so that was the first 
NFT in the boxing ring. Um, so just like things like that. So, yeah. Uh, what do you say to the young athlete? Um, because I encounter it a lot, especially in the sport of boxing. What do you say to the young athlete who simply cannot talk in front of that camera? How do you get them to be better speakers? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, uh, there's training for that. And uh, in terms of me, myself, like even before 2020, like I wasn't really in- I wasn't really comfortable in front of the camera, but then I was going, it was, you know, it was boring time and I was going live every day interviewing people and I have my own podcast as well. So, um, and it was, it was just audio at first and now it's video. So I think it's just getting the reps in just like anything else. Paul. So what's the plan for Cordell Booker? Obviously I seen that you linked up with him after he Mm -hmm. suffered that loss. Uh, how do you plan on bringing him back to the majors? Yeah, so we just had a fight on the 21st. I uh, got the win versus Angel Hernandez. I know he's 17-17, he's and 17, but if you look at his record, he's not no uh, step over. So uh, that was a good good comeback fight. And uh, now we're looking to get, uh, you know, one more one more maybe mid-fight mid and then going for, like, a big fight. All right, all right. Well, uh, we do appreciate you checking in, Paul. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you if they need to get in touch with you uh, for potential business. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is my page right here, PG Sports. Uh, my personal is PCG7. Um, my DMs are always open, so if you <clears throat> want to hit me up, just uh, hit me up and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Appreciate you guys having me on. Appreciate you, Paul. Keep doing what you're doing, man. We appreciate it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Paul from PG Sports. And we're still taking callers, not only on Twitter Spaces, but we got Discord rocking and rolling. Uh, and we also have um, Discord, the landline, 1425-569-52. Uh, I forgot the number because I'm getting all these calls. I'm sorry. And he walked away. It's 1425-569-5241 if you want to call in on the landline. Uh, We got Adrian Reyna trying again. Adrian. Hey, what's up, Ness? Can you hear me, Ness? Yes, sir. All right, this is the inevitable. D-Block, D-Town, D-City, D-Ville, Baltimore, stand up. Ness, I got to say this, and I got to say it one time. Uh-oh. I can't believe we're really, ta- we're really talking about. We're comparing boxing from the 90s and the early, in the, in the 80s to this now. You know what I mean? When they're like, well, you know, it's always been like this. Don King was a monopoly. Dude, the difference between that is Don King and Bob Arum hated each other, but they still made fights that people wanted to see. I hear you. Different times, though, right? Less networks, less competition, less promoters. D- different time or is it just the same thing because at the end of the day 
No, I it's mean, like I said, I less, I think, less yeah, networks. That's what I said. I said less mm-hmm. networks, less promoters. It was a different time. Like we got more managers now, more promoters now, more networks now. Where's the other one? Okay, but you know, I think the main dons were HBO and Showtime, right? Yeah, back then, HBO, Showtime, and ESPN Friday Night Fights. I still gotta disagree. I feel like, you know, I mean, you had two main competitors back then, which was Showtime and HBO. And I mean, those were the main ones that were showing you fights. Mm-hmm. And now we got the zone, ESPN Plus, Showtime. So I can't say it's less. I think it's more, it's only more of one company really trying to dig their, their feet in the mud and not trying to make the big fights happen. What, what do you mean is more of one company? Yeah, it's been proven. It's been proven by the history of what happened between Wilder and Joshua, what happened now with Ella Spence and Team Crawford. And now we got issues with Tank Davis and Showtime. Where have you ever heard of if you lose the fight, you're not the ace? I mean, if you lose the fight, why is, you know, the, the zone is a big platform too. Why are they not going to be able to get the rematch? That don't make no sense, man. Bro, you don't make no sense. Na- okay, na- so, name so. an Oscar fight where he gave up the rights to his fucking rematch. Then name an AJ fight. Then name a Floyd fight. What are you talking about? You want to change shit to benefit you and the and your fanboys that you ride with. That's not how boxing works. Okay. Let me let, let, me let you know something. Man. Yes. Do you think Tank Davis is in the same sphere as De La Hoya? Brother, 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 don't start that whack-ass argument. Tank is like the number three pay-per-view star in the fucking world. Y'all trying to minimize him, but there's no one other than him besides AJ, Canelo, and Earl. Stop the bullshit. I don't got time to get upset today, man. Like, either you know boxing or you don't. That's cool. Uh, if you don't know boxing, I know boxing. If I know boxing, you know boxing. Look, you're, you're just, I'm, four, I'm 44 years old, man. Me too. I've been seeing boxing. Me I've too. Seen, I've seen, I've seen, Me I've too, but you've been watching it on your Muhammad fucking Ali. TV. Yeah, go ahead. You've been go watching ahead. it on your TV. You're not in the gyms. You're not it, talking to the fighters. You're not talking to the managers. You don't know the publicists. You ain't in the gym, okay. bro. So you ain't, you over here talking about, oh, you think Tank is this, you think Tank is that. No, I think the A-side is the one that offers you the fight, so how the fuck he lose the rematch? You won't even get the first the fight. Who's giving the money? I got to go, bro. Giving the money? I got to go, man. Showtime's giving the money, which is Tank's network. Make it make sense, bro. Make it make sense. So, I'm the A-side. I do the pay-per-view. I get the big money. I do the big fight. Y'all like to act like Ryan on the same level, but he made a million-dollar gate. Tank broke records. Every time he fights, he breaks records. But you want to put him on the same level as Ryan. Then, it's Showtime putting up the money, but you want to give Ryan a 50-50 somehow. He don't even need Ryan. You guys say it all the time because y'all hate on the boy. Oh, he fight anybody on pay-per-view. So why does he need Ryan then? He only need Ryan to do more numbers than what he been doing. But keep in mind that 200000 that pays him well. More than any other fighter not named Devin Haney. So stop, man. Like, learn the fucking business calling in here trying to argue with me about where they do that at. Shut your dumb ass up. They do it in the Oscar contract. 
They did it in the Cotto contract. They did it in the Mayweather contract, the AJ contract. How many motherfucking contracts do you need? Like, how many do y'all need? Like, why, why y'all trying to change the game for Ryan, a motherfucker that never won a belt in his life? Y'all just want to change the fucking game. Knock it the fuck off. Please. Cornball-ass motherfuckers, man. Dudes are corny, man. I've been watching boxing since I was 44 from your television. Your fat ass on the couch. Fuck you talking about, man. Elm, what up? Bum ass, Yo. man. Yeah. Can you guys hear me good? Perfect. <clears throat> yeah, so um, I was going to ask, uh, do you think, like, the fact that they're saying the fight is in jeopardy over the rematch clause, not that there is a rematch clause, but where the rematch would take place, do you think that's intentional? I mean, because... it's, only, it's only intentional on the B side. Because, <clears throat> again, no one told Andy, oh, go take the fight to PBC. But now y'all gonna y'all argument is gonna be well Andy's not Ryan, cool. No one told Shane take the fight nowhere else when he beat Oscar. No one told Maidana take the fight somewhere else. Oh, uh, he didn't win. But Floyd still gave him the rematch, right? Like, what are we talking about? I want y'all to show me where the rematch ended up on another network that wasn't already contractually done on the first fight. Show me a mm. fight. That only in the you only way you can show me that is in the paperwork, right? Because we have seen yeah. a fight where, like, yo, you fight if you beat me, like Devin Haney, George Camboso. If you beat me, you get the lion's share of the pot. But the fight was still in Australia because it was yeah. still negotiated off the first contract from the A side, George Cambosos. Like, we got to stop the bullshit to try to change the goalposts just because it's Tank and y'all don't like him. That's all this is. Hatred towards Tank. George was the A-side. That's why both fights was in Australia. You got weirdos on Twitter talking about, he ain't the A-side? Who the top rank sign? No, motherfucker. Didn't Devin had to sign just to get the fight? How'd that make you an A-side? Devin had a sign. Then he had to go to Australia. Then he had to go without his father. But he the A-side in these morons' mind. Man, I don't got the time to talk to stupid motherfuckers that don't know about this sport. I ain't got the time. I ain't talking about you. I'm just talking about that weirdo before that. Because if you don't know yeah, the sport, yeah. don't call in here talking about, oh, I've been watching since 44. Get your dumb ass out of here. 44 years watching, you obviously know jack shit. Where was, where was Vlad's rematch? Didn't Fury vacate his belts not to fight Vlad again? Or do you think Fury had home court territory? No! No! Y'all just want to change history because your favorite fighter ain't as great as Tank when it comes to negotiations, man. Stop the bullshit. But go ahead, Elm. I ain't trying to take your call. Just I love spitting facts. Oh, you done? Cool. Majid, what up? I 
Uh, yeah, I'm coming to you. Uh, what up, what up? Everybody need to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for something. Um, uh, shout out to the fights that's being made that you clip, man. But I just wanted to run something past uh, everybody. All right, suppose that this fight don't happen, right? Are these motherfuckers going to challenge niggas to motherfucking go for those belts and motherfucking get back to the regular program where champion try to be like, we you know, where belts matter and motherfuckers actually chasing titles and, uh, you, you know, basically an open shot at um, Undisputed. All right, we don't get this fight, man. I think that all these fans need to hop up, you know what I'm saying, and um, start telling their favorite fighters, man, come on, man, take these belts. If you're the best and people arguing about who the best at the weight class, even though we got undisputed, come on, man, let's scrape these shits up and, and beat the real top dogs of the weight class and just stop trying to do quick cash grabs because cash grabs bring politics, and politics is bullshit. It's A-side favorite bullies, you know what I'm saying? So... All these niggas that's upset, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to take sides with Ryan and Delahoy and these last-minute requests. I'm like, nigga, if this shit don't go down, ask your favorite fighter to motherfucking go for rip the belts. You know what I'm saying? Like, undisputed or something. Like, make a difference in boxing instead of just taking everybody bread, man. But uh, other than that, shout out. I got, I got Harrison winning, even though I don't feel too comfortable saying it. And, um... Yeah, intrigue. Come back, man. Thurman got that fight date, dog. <laughs> uh, then that's that's all I got, Ness. Uh, thank you for the show, man. All right. I just want to say because I see Modern King Boxing, who got timed out for stupidity, uh, repeating stupidity from Twitter, where there's there's most people are stupid on Twitter. Uh, so he says, "Yo, wasn't Fury Wilder joint?" No, you see, and this is what I'm saying. You talk about you know boxing, you talk about you watch boxing, but your fat ass on your couch eating potato chips, fucking, you dipping potato chips in mayonnaise. That's how fat you are, okay? That being said, Fury Wilder was a two-fight deal. Wilder had a rematch clause on Showtime. If you know anything about boxing, when you get a draw, your contract is null and void. What did Fury do? He left. Showtime signed to top rank, took two fights, Tom Schwartz and fucking Oda Valin, then came back, sat down with Showtime, and they did a co-promotion, co-broadcast. The both of them. Not just a co-broadcast, but also a co-promotion with top rank. You see the difference there? Co-promotions means two promoters promoting together for one fight. Co-broadcast means two broadcast networks broadcasting the fight. So please learn something, you fucking morons. So yeah, the second fight ended up having a second contract, which did give the rematch the ability to be co-promoted like the first fight, which technically was the second fight, okay? So the first fight is the draw. The second fight is the renegotiated two-fight contract. Remember, after Fury won, he tried to get out, and Wilder had to go to arbitration. But you guys like to forget details because your favorite fighter's cock is all in your mouth. Fucking weirdos. But it's okay. I told you, I love my job. I like, I like being the dude to shit on y'all and tell you how stupid you are. It makes me feel better. You know what I mean? 
That's what I do. I'm happy with that. You don't have to like it. You could call me whatever you want. But the truth is, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And you do not. Talking about you've been watching boxing. You need to be watching this fucking show. Who next, man? Who wants some sauce? Where you at? Discord open and so is Twitter. What's good? If not, got to go. Haircut time. I'm looking like a wolf over this bitch. Anybody else? Anybody else? Body bagged them. See, nobody got no beef now. Oh, here we go. Matthew, what up? Matthew. And that Fury contract, uh, that first fight, technically the second fight, Wilder and Fury agreed to the winner takes the highest share in the second rematch, which was the third fight. So, again, just like Devin and Cambosos, the winner got a higher percentage of the, of the purse the second time around. So, you know, just, just try to keep up, man. Just try to keep up, man. Try to follow the sport before you open your fat mouth. Matthew. Yo. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to the boxing voice. I thought Monday boxing was coming back, Ness. You had me fooled, you know, May 29th. I thought uh, big time <laughs> Monday boxing was coming back, man. Um, I think that's a good fight. It's a long time away, though, so fucking hell, man. We're going to have to wait a long time for that. I hope Keith Furman wins just to fuck up the whole boxing scene. And, you know, all this time we've had to wait for Bud and Spence. I'm going to support Keith Furman on this one. So any Spence fans, you know what I mean, don't get too upset. Uh, and that's it, really. There ain't shit else going on in boxing. Bruh, what's up with your mans? Like, nobody... What, they, they, you, you can see right there how irrelevant that fight was, right? You see, when it was wild, the AJ for Undisputed, the world was paying attention. When it was AJ Fury for Undisputed, the world was paying attention. When I said nobody cares about Usyk, people laughed at me because he's allegedly so skilled. No one cares about Usyk. That know, fight ain't done. That fight ain't done. Well, it ain't got no venue. It ain't got no date. And it's in jeopardy of being uh, altogether canceled. And no one's reporting. No one's give a fuck. What's the up day, with Fury and Usyk? The said it's April 29th. And on Thursday, Frank Warren said that he'll have an update for the venue in six to seven days. So hopefully tomorrow or Friday we might get a venue for that fight. But April 29th is a proposed date. And they said if it doesn't happen in Saudi Arabia... It's going to Wembley. But yeah, no one gives a fuck about Usyk because he's fucking Ukrainian. That's why Vladimir Klitschko killed the heavyweight division because no one from the UK or America could beat him. Mm. So that's why we need Fiore just to beat his ass and get the heavyweight division moving between the UK and US like it's supposed to be. Hey, you know? when Fury beat that German, or excuse me, that Ukrainian that used to fight in Germany a lot, didn't he have a rematch? Yeah, he had a rematch, yeah. How did Fury get out the rematch that allegedly the public believes Fury should have had the rights to? <laughs> got on the cocaine, he got on the cocaine, got a nice bottle of whiskey, oh. sat on his couch, okay. had some potato chip and some dip, man. That's how he got out of it. All right. But 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 we all know that Vlad had the rights to that. RTL was not giving up those rights because yeah. that motherfucker make hella money on those German rights. Tyson Fury wasn't a star back then at all, though. Like, 
Tyson Fury was lucky to get the shot in the first place. Like nobody gave a fuck about Tyson Fury when he had the first fight. So yeah, he had no legs to stand on. All right, Matthew. Looks like Modern King Boxing said he's on the line. Who could he be? Is this you in the five five nine? Who's that? Who are you? This is Dan. I was gonna be uh talking about uh the tank and uh Ryan fight. Can you turn the radio down in the background, Chin? Yes, sir. My bad, my man, my bad. Uh I got a little thing to say about uh Ryan and uh Tank. I think what's going on is Oscar's looking ahead a little bit. And I think he projects because Tank right now, he's at his, I don't want to say at his peak as far as stardom, but I think the potential of, of uh, Ryan Garcia, his, his I want to say his uh, roof is higher as far as stardom. This is what I think Oscar thinks. And I think he wants that if, if Ryan wins this fight, I think it's a bigger purse for both of them if Oscar takes over the venue and everything. What do you think? I think I, just, I, think, I think that... Can he explain I, I think, why before we get at him? Well, just no, no, just no, tell I mean, me why you believe Oscar being involved gives the second fight more money. No, he says that he believes Oscar thinks that... I mean, I think that uh, I'm worth more than it's Pat McAfee's $120 million deal with, with DraftKings, and I think that... Uh, you know, if we would have got the $120 million deal with DraftKings, we would have did better number than Pat McAfee. But at the end of the day, don't nobody know us the way they know him because he's the A-side. He's a known commodity. He's a, he's the a one that, that's been putting out the numbers day in, day out. Right. So it's like... No, I don't... I don't it, just... It's like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just saying I don't really give a fuck what Oscar thinks. I mean... I'm saying he thinks <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm being sincere. I really don't give a fuck what he thinks. He thinks yeah, his, okay. his he thinks yeah. his fake abs look good. They he, do. Why you keep hating on his abs, bro? You hating? Honestly, you hating? Yeah, you can't say they, they look, look good. good. I they, don't think they look good. I've seen better. I think Drake's look better. I think <laughs> shit. I think uh, I think Yo, I think he tweet, no, no, you no, tweaking, no, bro. bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that man abs, man. I ain't on front. Yeah, ain't I, nothing I wrong. I've I've seen better jobs. I've seen better ab jobs, and I. But I just told you, Drake's look better. I heard Kanye got it, and I ain't never seen his shit look like that. Ever. I mean, yeah, yeah Kanye also... Bro, didn't he just put out a... I'm not even being funny. Didn't he just... uh, He just had a birthday. Didn't he put out another picture? I, I don't follow him like that. I feel like there was another picture put out. By Kanye? No, 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 no. Oh, you mean Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, even better one. My man went ham. He went naked with the ring belt covering his his junk and all abs showing. Oh, yeah. Oscar's out here living his best life. The fact that you hating on a 50-year-old man with a body like that, I can't wait till you turn 50. I'm going to just be real. You tripping hard. Bro, I've always said, if I can't afford it, I ain't going to get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like the girls that go <laughs> for the cheap BBLs in the DR. I don't even... I'm I'm screen sharing this. this he's, he done took the show to another level because now we got to judge Oscar. But come on, how that shit look whack, man? You out here faking it, bro. You faking it, man. That shit don't look whack. Wait. I got to wait. We going to leave that shit up there for them, man. Shout out Oscar living his best life. Got a young girlfriend. Took his body back 20, 30 years. 
What? Matter of fact, Floyd and Oscar should do an exhibition. Right now is the best time. That's what really should happen. Floyd got all these fighters on this new exhibition, right? All his real fighters. The dude that just knocked out the dude we won't mention because I don't want him to get mad. Then he got Antonio Cepeda. even got Chris Lovejoy. If he did Oscar versus Floyd exhibition, Tank Ryan on the bottom real fight. That's massive pay-per-views. Massive pay-per-views. But the thing is, they ain't going to want shit because they're going to look at it like, nah, <laughs> we brought that in. Yo, shout out to Larry. He said, I'm going to look like the dad from Roseanne at 50. You ever seen Roseanne? Look at Joe Costavaya. She don't think them abs look fake. Serrano don't think them abs look fake. Come did, on. Did, do you see them say that they look real? Bro, they or congratulating they him. Motherfucker, they wishing him a happy birthday. They ain't saying, yo. I swear, man. Uh, Oscar, get me some abs, man. Look at my man in the pool. I don't see nobody. Best life. I don't see nobody saying, yo, good knife job. Like, what the fuck? Bro, best life, bro. Bro, look. Let me tell you something. You've been to Atlanta. Damn. I Listen. wonder where he at right here. This That's a beautiful pool with the setting. It ain't switched cool. for y'all. So, look, you, um, you've you been to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That's BBL Central. Bro, after a while, those asses, they get a little droopy. If Oscar don't do the upkeep and actually work out, bro, he going to have droopy. He going to have, like, fucking rolls on his, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even stomach because he ain't got a stomach. It's going to be, like, rolls on his fucking torso. I don't fucking know, bro. Yeah, I mean... Hey, we got a member on. super chat from B Dog that says the boxing voice is the greatest show on earth. Thanks, B Dog. Yo, best dad ever said my man's gonna have titties on his stomach. <laughs> Y'all hating. Y'all hating hard. Champ, you done? I know we talked right, over your right, last call. Right, oh, B Dog. Happy birthday all of a sudden it equals nice abs. <laughs> Vermont, what up? Y'all hating. Yo, my man saying yo, fake yo, abs yo, up to his good. chest. What up? What's good, Ringwalk Danny? How you doing, Ness? Um, over here fucking flip-flopping today. I see you, man. That's some bullshit. I feel like um, promoters should merge. Like, like for example, yeah, you're right. They, they did fight um, two fights down the line after they got that draw, Wilder versus Fury. But, um, like, what, what was it, though? It was a joint promotion. So why do um, Showtime always have to have the right to, to always try to monopolize the situation. Well, Oscar De La Hoya is a promoter, too. So if they fucking fight, and if uh, Ryan wins by your decision, unanimous decision, why shouldn't they have the right to uh, to have the fight on their platform after? Champ. And why they don't have so you ain't hearing none Champ. of the reasons I said Champ. already. I was listening to the chat, mostly. I was looking at the chat, and I was talking shit in the chat. And you decided to come at me, and I get it. I get it, because I do be saying Wait, crazy so shit. you modern king boxing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was you. I thought, okay, okay, I didn't know that was you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let I me see if I remember your... I to raise my channel up, man. I just come on your channel. I was Ronald Finkley, but I decided to change my name because I got tired of because I always just be talking boxing. But I'll never come on your platform to promote me. I just was basically changed my name. That's it. But, um, yeah, that's me in the chat. All right, I'm just trying to look for the one that I uh, got triggered by because is what you said. Do you remember? Um, I might have said something to the extent of um, like I asked you a question. I was like saying like, how come um, 
you know, how come um that they can't like merge the fight? Um, didn't Wilder and Fury do no. it? No, like, it was like the Wilder no, that Fury ain't what Wilder and Fury did. Remember, after the draw, they was on the same level, and they still wasn't. Wilder still got sixty percent in the second fight. And not just not just that, but oh, wow. but top rank 60%. and ESPN had was shown like, hey, we just made all this fucking money. Would you like to participate? You know what I'm saying? They wasn't even shown. Top rank was some some some. Well, no, no, Let no, no, no. Let me pick my no, words no, carefully. No, top no. rank, top rank, antennas got up when Fury Wilder one happened. Remember, they were not involved. So I'ma just mute this dude because you don't know nothing. Bye. It was not oh, a joint. Shit. It was not a joint. It was a Wilder Showtime. I'm giving you an offer. You three years out, come back. He said, okay. They fought to a draw. Top rank antennas got up like, oh, shit. That dude could be the next great white hope. Let's sign him. Here's $120 million contract. Come sign the top rank. Now we'll go back after getting you two tune-ups and renegotiate another fight. But I'm sorry, we couldn't get you 50-50 the way Ryan wants. We got you 60-40. But if you beat him, you get the lion's shit in the rematch. So let's just stop, man. Let's just stop. Yo. All right. No problem. Two-tone, the superstar. Here come the cat. Yo, what up? <laughs> hold up, hold on, did Danny immediately yeah. start hating? You yeah, here come the yeah. <laughs> Damn, um, Tom, you know, you know, you, you, you know, you know, unlike uh, the majority of the boxing world, I have not blocked you on social media, so I see what you post <laughs> on social media, right. <laughs> So uh, I'm not just talking out my ass when I say hit the cat. I want to ask y'all, man. There's an argument in these Twitter streets. Did if Ryan Garcia had the Floyd Mayweather cosign, would he be bigger than Tank? I mean, if he was the one that was originally signed to Mayweather, maybe. Beating world champions. Because maybe because maybe Mayweather would have put him in the pay-per-view position the tank is in. Maybe we would have been able to see pay-per-view results. Maybe he would have had the gates the tank has, which, you know, your man doesn't. he do 12000 for a million. He, he, fucking Wilder do 6000 for one point something yeah, million. Yeah, I mean, he's doing maybe a quarter of, of tank's Like, let's gates, just be maybe. real. Let's just be real. Like okay, y'all wanna, y'all wanna, y'all wanna put him on a level that he is not. I'm, if Tank holds up his end of the bargain, yes, I'm not gonna hate on Tank. He holds up his end of the bargain. Ryan Garcia holds up his end of the bargain. Ryan Garcia, without Floyd, got Gatorade, GMC, and etc. With a Floyd money Mayweather cosign, Ryan Garcia is damn near bigger than Canelo. The same way that Floyd wrapped his arm around Tank, if he did that with Ryan, but he Ryan didn't. would be bigger than Tank. But he didn't, so why are we talking about shit that ain't going to happen? He with Oscar. No, Floyd I'm just saying. never help him. But people trying tone, to say... Tone, Tone, 
Brother, if you and I had hair and we was in more shape, we'd get more bitches. You get what I'm saying? No, no. If you and him had hair and Oscar fake abs, you'd had bitches. Yeah, I don't want those fake abs. You lying. You lying. I'm not going to lie. If I, I had a hairline, bro, I would be out of here. Hairline does take away your bitch uh, capability, respectfully. Mm. What about them abs? Do it bring it back? Now nah, abs is overrated because the chick loves Bro, no, a no, big no, belly. No, you yeah, crazy. And see, tone no, tone no. And I'm gonna be That's honest. That's only in Miami. Bro, I ain't from Miami. I ain't nowhere near. And That's I, where all the chubby gangsters go. It ain't nothing in the rest of the world. You can't get. Yo, you can bring Ross in Florida for a reason. Bro, let me tell you something. Where's DJ Khaled at? Where's DJ Khaled at? I have never spent no real time in Florida. I can't speak for Florida. Ain't no chubby dudes popping nowhere else. You, you're tripping. Name one in Vegas is popping. <laughs> what? First chubby dude come what? to mind. Name it. He bro. can't. Yeah. Go to Chicago. Every, bro, at, Go to Chicago. And the strip Ooh. club out all, here. All the scammers. Ooh. Everybody, bro. My man Everybody. said scammer, bro. I said who's popping, man. Don't nobody know scammers bro, and they don't want to be known. Okay, cool. Regardless, we talking about the size of your belly and what the fuck that mean. So where I come from, if you got a gut, you got some fucking money. Right, it's plain and simple. If you got a gut, where the fuck I'm from, you eating good, motherfucker. Because let me tell you, I got and my gut. Let me tell you, and, and, and this is just truth be told. This is just truth be told. I know you ain't gone this far. You've kept it to the flower. Bro, I came up in a different era. So guess what? It got to the point where it's like everybody's smoking weed, but not everybody could afford the lean. You got a lean gut. You got the money because you could afford that $1,000 pint. You get what I'm saying? So uh, a stomach to me has always indicated money. That being said, I I've lost my stomach. I got the beard. But what you saying is all hypotheticals. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, Tone? Like so so just just go on, go on, because you know what I'm saying this like what you're talking about. Hey yo, Khaled in my, in Florida, Ross B in Florida, all the chubby bowlers that they in Florida. You know what Bro, I mean? the no no chick want want to lay on no damn hard ass ass. I know you ain't just was about to say Detroit. I heard that word. Bro, Detroit definitely got. Bro, what? Bro, who the fuck is going to Detroit? Ain't even First cameras all, in see, Detroit. No, and and see Ness and 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 see this is where this is no 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 tone. See, cause Ness don't watch other things. Ness Ness don't know What's that. What's popping in Detroit Ness don't right know now? That every single Detroit Pistons game, they legit have something called the bling cam. Because so many fucking ballers is courtside with they fucking chains, they big ass puffer jackets, and they fat ass stomach. It, Ain't not one puffer jacket zipped up because the stomach too damn big for the Detroit cats with the buffers to zip it up. Come on, champ. You don't watch other Talk sports. your shit, Danny. Talk your shit. Get in my belly. You fat fuck. <laughs> hey, Tone, somebody just said that you shaped like Chris Lovejoy. What's your response? He's Who the not. hell is Chris, Chris Lovejoy? Chris Lovejoy tall as hell. Who's Chris Lovejoy? The dude that That's not even on my radar. The dude that might fight Johnny Fisher one day. Nah. Tom, uh, uh, Tom, salute how, Johnny Rice too. How salute long, Johnny Rice. How long you been bald, Tom? Oh man. It was I tender never, age of T Grizzly. Uh, perfect tender age of perfect, 30. perfect popping I, motherfucker hold on, from Detroit. Hold on. T Grizzly. Oscar Riva, stop lying in the chat before you get timed out. I'ma let you slide with this, but I never once ever said Fury was signed to, to fucking PBC. You dudes need to stop lying, man. Ness, Ness, can Ryan get the same Jaime Mogia deal that uh Espinosa was gonna give the Charlo? Like, can we get can, 
Ryan can't get that same type of love, man. He, he bigger than Jaime. Hey, that's that's up to Espinoza, who was caught, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess being um a, setting a double standard because I seen that punch drunk. Uh, you know, I even retweeted it because you posted it, you yeah. know. Um, so I seen exactly what you talk about. That's on Espinoza. I'm just saying. Yeah. Other, other than that, though, and that didn't happen, so it's not really a factual point. Man, no, the, it is. Hey, yo, look Espinoza. at that girl. That got to be a typo. She said, yo, she said, hey, Ness, boxing scene is reporting Ryan versus to go generated $13 million off of 12,000 tickets. Time her so, out. So, Time her so out. So what the fuck? They were selling million-dollar tickets. This girl is crazy. This is what I got to deal with. Million-dollar tickets, bruh. No, 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 no. Thousand. Bruh, I don't even care what the price is. She wrong. 12,000 generated 13 million. Who posted that? Who I ain't, ain't going to say her name because I don't want y'all to come for her. <laughs> no, and she oh, paid oh, for that. Oh, oh, you know what? And I'm glad I, I Googled it. She forgot the period. It was 1.3 mil. That that, I've been it. saying that all morning. He well, had 12,000. No, no, no. You listen to me. No, you listen to me. You, you, you about said, to misquote yourself. Why? You was talking about Fortuna in L.A. Uh-uh. The 12,000. I never said a fight. I said he did 12,000, made a million, and fucking Wilder did 6,000 tickets and made Staples, over a million. You, you I the, never said Staples bro, yes Center. You did, bro. Never. Yes, you I don't did. know. Danny, you, bro, I didn't. Okay. I don't know the names so of the arena, let alone the Staples Center that's changed his name 50,000 times. Um, I'm just saying that you, <laughs> the you, you mentioned no, it yesterday. No, that fight was in San Antonio. I know that. that fight was in but San he mentioned Antonio. it yesterday, and that's what I'm saying. They both must have done 12. I've never mentioned a location because I don't know where this kid fights. I'll, I'll, I'll go back and find it for you. Cool. Waste your time. I never mentioned no motherfucking location. I don't know where he fight. I knew exactly how many people showed up, and I knew exactly uh, roundabout no, no, what no. the purse, uh, the, the ticket you sold You might have not did. said Staples Center, Crypto Arena. I know for a fact you was referring to the um, Fortuna fight. You mentioned the Fortuna fight, which did take place in L.A. I mentioned Fortuna yesterday, but not the fight. I mentioned specifically 12,000 tickets, only a million generated. And then I went back and said, uh, Tank broke records and made $5 million. How are we putting these two dudes on the same level? No, they not. No, no, no. I, One dude sells pay-per-view, makes $22 million pay-per-view generated sales. The other dude does not. One dude breaks records anywhere he fucking goes, East Coast, West Coast, any coast. The other dude does not. Fucking Wilder sold 6,000 tickets versus his spawn partner and made $1.6 Your boys fought in a sold-out arena of 12,000 and made 1.3. Make it make sense, you fake-ass Ryan Garcia fans, especially you, Tone. Tell me, how does that make him get a fucking rematch? I'm, I'm not up for a damn rematch. I don't give a damn because I know Ryan going to win. I, over here on the Garcia side, we... Ryan not asking for a rematch. Well then, well then, well then he should be he should be okay Tank, with Tank is the one. Tank is the one who said uh Ryan's on steroids. Quote, uh -huh. I ain't never seen him look that big. Uh-huh. Tank is the one that's um the one that's demanding a rematch. He's the one that's foreshadowing his um 
uh, bro, put to sleep this. Every A side gets a, a rematch. Uh, didn't rematch. Floyd have one versus Maidana? Castillo Corrales? Should I go I mean, on? Any, any, any A side. Like, you guys, I don't get hey. this shit. Y'all just want to take Tank's status away from him. But you nah, can't. No, bro, no. Tank is great. Tank is amazing. Tank is electric and fire. He just had a Floyd Mayweather cosign. If Ryan had this same Ryan, had Ryan Oscar. would be a big star. Why Ryan had Oscar? Now you saying Floyd's greater than? What, I thought Oscar, Oscar was the golden boy. Ortiz? I thought Oscar, Oscar was the golden for Virgil Ortiz? Protecting him. He he would have been lost to Crawford when he was the mandatory. No, and he said where, no. where them Ortiz? Where Bro, them you Ortiz? You want to bring up uh, other golden boy that. fighters? What the fuck, uh, Floyd doing with his fighters? Floyd ain't Floyd ain't wrap his arm around Richards and Hitchens because Richards and Hitchensons wasn't knocking niggas out like that. Tank holds up his end of the bargain the same way Ryan knocked people out. I don't know. Richardson I mean, looked I mean, like he Tank, held up his end Tank, on Tank, Saturday. Tank ain't selling delusional fights. You get what I'm saying? So it's like he's been able to show what uh, your guy hasn't. It ain't like your guy ain't got the opportunities to step in there. Truth be told, your guy had the opportunity to come in there. Uh, should he really have... You All he had to, to do was fight Devin and beat him the way the zone wanted. He'd have been an A-side, but he don't want to be an A-side. He want to be a crybaby. Mm. Cry about what he should get. Uh, bottom line, if Ryan had a Floyd Mayweather cosign, but he, he would be bigger. But he got an Oscar one. Like, but Oscar get... What does Oscar cosign but, do for Rocha? But what has it done for Virgil Ortiz? Okay, but don't what you has get Floyd's Oscar... cosign done? Okay, cool. What what the fuck has 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 Floyd's cosign? What, what it do for Ronald Gavriel, Ashley Theo fan? Badu Jack. Who, but, who, but Ryan, Ryan um, and Tank knocking nah, people out. Just because Badu Jack got title opportunities, he ain't popular. And nah, he ain't nah, nah. popping. No, nah, I mean, but but that is, I think that's bigger than Floyd. He got he he got the uh, nah man. Tank division. is popping. And and look, what tank about, on tank on Jimmy Fallon. Will tank go to Jimmy Fallon? That ain't his. That ain't his cup of tea. He going to motherfucking hot nine seven. He going to motherfucking uh. Right, right, right. He go to both of them. And that's right? cool. He go to hot nine seven. How so, do you know that? Why the fuck he ain't been on that yet? Why, why, why he ain't been on the Breakfast Club? No, yet? he should do he it. He was just on first take. He should why, do it. But brother, you just said he could go over there. So why hasn't he done it? Cause let me tell you know. something. Let me tell you something. Devin was on he there. Should. Devin was on there when Devin had braces. So if he could do it, why he ain't done it? Danny, you close to Devin. I need you to tell Devin this. Tell him to change his name to Dev Dollars. He needs to turn into Dev Dollars. He needs to walk out with the money dropping from the ceiling with Bill Haney walking out with a briefcase full of money. That is how Devin's going to turn into that mega star. Because him and Floyd had a boring style, but Floyd turned into Money Mayweather, the villain. He turned into the villain. Dev need to turn into the villain. Dev Dollars. That's Tell him, Dev, Dev Dollars. Bro, Dev is already the villain. He calls Ryan No, I'm talking about names. the Money Mayweather villain. That he, villain. He's yeah. still that. He make more money than all the fucking lightweights. It's on paper. He got the jewelry. He got the look. He got the women. And he talks the shit to the people that are in his division. They the ones don't want to fight. And I'm going to be I honest, you trying to get him to be like Floyd, I don't think that that's who he want to be. I feel like he choosing his route. You get what I'm saying? I don't, I, I, I truly don't believe that uh, he's looking to be hated or want or desiring to be hated. I feel like, uh, you get what I'm saying, he's happy with who he is and where he stands in his career. 
Yeah, he's. I, I love Devin the Dream Haney, but I'm just saying, if he was Dev Dollars, that character, because like you're right, mean, if he Ryan, dresses if, good. If, if, if Ryan was was Devin the fighter, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I mean, Ryan, why don't Ryan change his personality? <laughs> why Why doesn't Ryan become Mayorga? Why he don't become the villain? Why he don't dress well, in lingerie? Uh, why, why Why the black guy got to be the villain? Why can't he fucking become the villain? Well, that's with his cute ass. Roley's Roley's the new Mayorga. No, Roley with Ro- the we right. We ain't talking Roley. We talking about Roley got slept already by Tank. We talking about the next dude that's afraid to get slept. Who's afraid to get slapped? Ryan's the one that pushed for this fight. Ryan pushed Tank for it. it. Ryan pushed for it, but then all of a sudden his promoters fucking everything up. Nah, nah. bro. You bro, you just said you just said if Ryan wins, he should be the A side. You said that. No, I yo, where do you how y'all be me quoting me when I don't even say <laughs> what the fuck? How he gonna be the A side if if, if if I'm arguing that every A side gets to be the A side twice because yo, of the contract? I told you he was gonna come up. Did you say man. did you say if Ryan wins, it should be on the zone? Did you say that? Hell no. I will what? say this. I bro, will let me say this. Hold on. Let me tell you. Hold on. Let me say this. Hold on. Let me tell you something. We don't, we don't, we don't, like, don't even like the zone commentary. Fuck, we gonna want to see the no, fight on the zone. For but I will say this. I will say <laughs> this. Two tone. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it on the zone, and I don't mind Chris Mannix. I, I think he keeps it real. I think he be telling you. I think he be telling you when people losing or when they doing what they not doing. Give me Sergio. Um, and and I know it'll be cheaper on the zone, but that's not the case. He's not the A side. Well, if if he knocks Javante Tank Davis out cold Tone, you, already, you, with... Tone, you want to know? You want to know? It's simple, brother. You want to know why he wouldn't be the A side even if he wins? Why? Because he wasn't even big enough to get this a co promotion, right? Like the biggest fight that's ever been made. Floyd made fifty percent more on paper, brother. Fifty percent more on paper. You understand how much money more that is? Sixty million. What if what if Ryan so, what if so, Ryan was so, with top rank? So what if so, he is with top rank? Then That's they, a cold promotion. Then they might get it because top rank got yo, leverage. They got they got the years in the business. What if, what if my mother? So, what so if, you just remember, made yo, my point. What if my mother? Remember, what if my mother would have picked somebody else to sleep with? I would have fucking hair, bro. Like. Like, shut the fuck up, Tom. Get your shiny your ass head out of here, bro. You. Get your shiny ass head out of here, bro. You a bit delusional today. It's all right. Look, Chan, what you no. need to do, look, listen to me. Listen to me. What you need to do, walk out your fucking door, right? Go outside. The sun is, is shining out there. And let me tell you something. All the beautiful and baddest women that is in this country is in your city this weekend. Right. Oh yeah. So go, go look here. at the yams they as you here. say. Go look at the yams as you say. Right. They go, go 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 get some hope. Go uh rejuvenate yourself if you will, and 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 then you know just come back to the boxing voice. You know, soak some more knowledge, and <laughs> and then come come tax day, that ass gonna pay. But I do want to say, Daddy, this. you know, if Ryan was with if if Ryan was with Bob Aram in top rank, this would be a co promotion. The Floyd coat, the uh, the Oscar De La Hoya co-sign with Ryan is working against Ryan Garcia. He's outgrown Golden Boy. He's outgrown yeah, Golden but, Boy. Yeah, but you don't I, you don't get it that if it was top rank, Ryan would be bigger. A, he's on ESPN, not a startup app. B, <clears throat> top rank has fifty years in the business. Remember that that Showtime specific reason for taking control is 
we have experience doing pay-per-view. You don't. And they don't. It's a business. Like, yo, I got to get my concrete fixed. Am I going to get a dude that fucking works at Home Depot as a cashier or am I going to call a, con- tree, a concrete company? So it's what I'm. It's, it's, it's what Espinosa saying. Like, yo, y'all ain't got the experience. We gonna do the pay per view. But now when it's top rank in the equation, they could build Ryan. They could put him on main events. They could put him on Sports Center. They could have him on ESPN. Right. It's different. Right. It's different, bro. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. Well, y'all have a great day. If y'all coming out for uh, Super Bowl, man, let me know, man. Parties out here going crazy, man. Man, I seen they charging like. Sixty thousand a table where for Drake's Super Bowl party out there. That's just ridiculous. Oh yeah, that's invite only. Uh but the uh the future day party in Scottsdale, that's gonna be the one. That's 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 gonna be the one. Yeah, we got him in town. That's gonna be the one. We got him in town tomorrow, actually. Um Actually, yeah, that's uh, gonna be the one. Yeah, plan plan to hit that up tomorrow night. But Tom appreciate How come no boxers out here? How come the boxers ain't out here promoting their brand? Yeah, um, you know, we may we may be stopping through. Oh, hit, hit me okay. up. I'm because uh, you talking about being there. Yeah, we working on something. So hit me up. I may be stopping. I, I may be stopping through uh this weekend. Currently working on something, but uh, yeah, champ, appreciate the call. You know, we do need. All right, for sure, guys. We do need the Ryan fans like yourself who who who. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm serious, bro. Cause, cause no, no. Cause cause tone tone. I you know. Bro, like I'm sure, cause it, you know, I'm sure it's happened to you, bro. You got a thick skin. You've been bald for a while, so you're used to the comments. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the Ryan fans aren't used to the comments. They they don't have the thick skin. Um, right. in your case, the thick skull. And and you know they not able. Come to, on, man. They not able to hang with the boxing boys. But you know, you 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 I you know um the boxers they they block you because you a bit ignorant. But you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> You ain't too shabby. Hey, tell Terrence Crawford why ignorant. he blocked me. Oh, I ain't, nev- shit, I ain't never did nothing you? to Terrence Crawford. Bro, yeah, Terrence no, you don't, that's what I'm saying. I still follow him. I ain't blocked. Bro, he post the boxing world has him blocked. I think, nah. I think Ryan, this I think, is... I think, uh, you just posted even Eric Gomez, right? Even Eric. Yeah. He blocked yeah. you? And, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm blo- I'm blo- I don't know why. I, I ain't did nothing to Terrence Crawford, man. <laughs> nothing at all? Nothing. I've done nothing to Terrence at you, all. You ain't, you ain't make one of them videos like, uh-oh, <laughs> Terrence Crawford officially ducks Earl Smith and then put on the, the, the little duck hat that you got? Because I love the duck I, hat. I I'm curious, do, I, like, did you get that from Disneyland? Like, on, in one of your trips? 100%. 100%. That's a, that, 100% hey, Tom, that's a Disneyland I don't give fuck, fuck what nobody say. I rock with you. I even like the sound bites. My man be with the fart <laughs> sound bites. I rock with you, man. My dog. I do. I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> All right, champ. Let's see who else we got. And I do. I do rock with him. I watch his shit. I don't block him. I retweet him all the time. Um, You know, it is what it is. Yo, we got Big Trappy. <clears throat> Yo. Yo. Shout out to Boxing. Shout out to boxing, man, giving us this big fight. The one of the biggest fights in boxing. Spence versus Thurman. Despite the haters. 
despite the haters who pick and choose which, which fights they want to support. Shout out to boxing. Keeping us algae eaters fed. Damn, you an algae eater, bro? I mean, that's what I got called yesterday. I'm an algae eater. Oh yeah, I, champ, just... you can't, you can't, you can't be, you can't be letting them treat you like that, bro. I just keep it G, and I'm an algae eater. Mm. How'd you keep it G? I mean, I keep it fair across the board. I, I uh, what, what may you gonna say? keep something fair today? Can we hit? Can we hear your thoughts today, or are you gonna be talking about yesteryear? What, uh, uh what's the show today? Tim Zoo and Tony Harrison. Official for March eleventh yeah. and then uh you know oh, yeah. the, the, the rumored date that we was uh you know given you given here on our show of yeah. May twenty seventh for the Earl Spence Keith Thurman. Yeah, I remember that first um uh, Harrison Charlo fight, man. I I I was watching it with my girl, which is my wife now. We watching it. I was like, "Damn, uh, this is a competitive fight, man." Charlo need to get him in on some, put some sparring or something after he win. She's like, "What?" She's like, "Who is Charlo?" I said, "The guy with the fro." She said, "He losing. He getting his ass whooped." I was like, "No, nah, man, he winning." And then here comes the decision. Harrison get his hand raised. She's like, "Man, you a boxing fan? And you 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 thought Charlo was winning?" I was like, "Damn, am I that? You know." Like, am I that biased towards a, a you know a particular fighter? And so I went back and watched the fight. I was like, yeah, Harrison won that one, man. Harrison won that one. So from that point forward, man, I said uh, that come forward style. If Harrison can keep his keep his composure and not tire, I, I heard he said on the uh, Brian Custer interview, he was like, uh, he 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 got a chin. He just he he's exhausted. Like he he he. And at the point he gets stopped, like he feel like he's gave him his all at that point, and his body just withers. So I hope he able to keep it together, man. But <laughs> but if boxing gonna do what boxing gonna do, man, and, and I think boxing want Zoo to get the win, so you you know how that goes. All right, big trap. Yeah, that's it. Uh, looks like we got LV Slugger. Terrible. How it sound? Terrible. No, y'all can't hear me. We hear you, but you, you, you windy. You windy. Wait a minute, I got. Y'all hear me now? Y'all can hear me now? Yes, sir. Yo, man, Errol Spence Thurman. Is it official, or they just getting the date set up? It's not official yet, is? This was uh, revealed to us by our latest interview with Adrian Clark. So this okay. is the date we've so been told. It just ain't confirmed. Nah, it ain't okay, confirmed okay. by the well, powers well, that be. Right, right. Yeah, man, you know, and it's still supposed to be at 154, right? Yes, sir. Well, yeah, man, you know, that's sad news, disappointing. You know, I was hoping, you know, with everything being quiet, we ain't really heard nothing from Spence. Ain't really heard much from Crawford since his last fight. I was hoping, you know, usually once them boys get quiet like this, man, it's, uh, something getting done. But, uh, you know, it, it probably that sounds like it's not going to happen, man. It's very disappointing, you know, one fight away from undisputed. And, you know what I'm saying? 147 being this, you know, well-prestige division. You know what I'm saying? One of the better divisions. If you're not, taking he if you're not talking heavyweights in boxing, more than likely you're talking 147. And, you know, for, for us not to get an undisputed champion, 
in this era where a lot of these guys are going for that undisputed, you know, it will be disappointing, man. But, you know, hopefully we get it. But uh, it's not looking like it's going to happen. I doubt Errol Spence moves up to 154 and been at 147 his whole career and then decided to come back down, you know, to get that undisputed fight. So, I mean, it's disappointing. Uh, hopefully this don't go through. Hopefully we do get the, the Crawford-Spence fight. I feel like this box, this box, the boxing world needs it, man. But but uh, on to the real 154 guys, to the, you know, Tony Harrison and uh, Tim Zhu. You know, Tony, you know, he did his part. You know, I, I, I did enjoy the press conference. You know, he doing his part in, in building that fight. Uh, you know, Tim Zhu not really a, a guy with much words. So, uh, you know, Tony doing his thing, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that one. You know, seconds. I think Tony with his boxing ability, you know, he will give Tim Zhu problems. But, like, uh, the last couple of callers been saying, you know, once the fight goes on, it seems like he gets, you know, lack of days ago, you know, and just seems like he gets too comfortable and he gets caught with, you know, a big shot. And, you know, Tim Zhu has shown that he has power. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to be a fan, you know, look look forward to the fight. You know, I, if I had to pick, I'll, I'll favor Tony with him, you know, beating the undisputed champion. And Jamel already got that win over. Seconds. So I, I will favor Tony. But like I said, man, he, he once, once the fight goes on, it seems like he just get out of it, you know what I'm saying, and gets unfocused. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it, man. A real 154 fight, two guys that are, you know, been doing this shit their whole career at 154. I mean, Spence and Thurman need to have fought at 154 in their career, I don't think. Uh, hadn't really done nothing at 154, so, I mean, I really don't see why they do that. But I can see with Spence, where he coming from. You know, he said he wasn't going to give Thurman an opportunity, and I, I guess he's just staying on that word. But, uh, yeah, man, hopefully, man, we get the undisputed welterweight. I wanted that, especially in this era. Well, a lot of guys are going for that for that goal, man. And welterweight being this well-prestige division, I feel like we need that. Need that the, the boxing Ten world needs it. seconds. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all I really got, man. Hopefully, we get it, but uh, it's not looking like it. But yeah, that's all my that's my call. All right, champ. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, who is this? Let me double check. I thought I had it on Capski. Let me uh see what we got on Discord. Boxing Savant, what up? Can you hear me? Perfect. Man, I, I'm I'm so tired of these Arrow fans calling in talking about um Arrow. Yeah, he's standing on his word and not giving Keith Thurman an opportunity. Man, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here, dude, they're still fighting. If if you if you if you t- if you say I'm not fighting someone. But fast forward, you end up sharing the ring with him. That means you're fighting him. That means you're breaking bread with him. That means you're putting money in his pocket. More money, too, because it, it it's a more expensive fight because it's not at welterweight. They got to exactly. pay Keith to go to 54. Exactly. And and uh, from from uh, the interview that you guys did with uh, Mauricio, it's a WBC uh, event. So it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of notoriety around it, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Okay, so and then everybody's saying, oh, yeah, I think the one dude before said, yeah, this is a great fight for boxing. I don't know if he was being sarcastic or not, but the best fight, if these guys are going to move up to 154, Keith Thurman versus Tony Harrison and Errol Spence versus Sebastian Fundor. That, those are great fights. They're all on the same side, correct? Yep. But And but, Fundora's but, but, been calling out Earl, but, you know, the big fish fans acting like they deaf. 
Yeah, exactly. And and I believe he did say he would he, he could even make 147 and come down there and fight Arrow since Arrow was whooping at him. Absolutely. When he was having a difficult he was having a little difficulty with uh Carlos Ocampo his last fight. So I, I'm not I'm not I'm not getting where everybody's trying to trying to still keep this narrative like Arrow's just this big boss and he's he's doing this and doing that. Like, nah, I, I'm not I'm not jacking that at all. But the thing th the thing that I wanted to ask, uh the rematch, the rematch uh, that's going on with the uh, Tank Davis and uh, Ryan Garcia fight, is, is that rematch time in France? I mean, I don't know. What we know is that uh, DeZone, or rather Golden Boy, Oscar, is not happy with the rematch taking place on Showtime if Ryan wins. That's all we know. Correct, and, and and just and just if we go on, if we detailing through boxing history, in in contracts, the A side, they do be they they are entitled to dictate that in, in, in anything contractual. Is of it, it does it seem fair? No, but like I said, that's how boxing works. And then like I said, you know, the uh they're looking at, they're looking for the fight to take place on the West Coast, right? Uh, where yeah, they they got allegiance. T-Mobile, MGM, Graham as the front runners. Yeah, so 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 far as Golden Boy and they, them trying to you know do a little bit of uh willing and dealing. You understand that because you because it's negotiation and in boxing you you get what you negotiate. But at the end of the day, if that's going to hold this you know this uh this glorified exhibition fight then go ahead and do it because Ryan, Ryan, Ryan has an advantage because a lot of those fans on the West Coast, they're going to be there for him. He's, he's going he's, he's he's to have a lot of energy going his way far as in attendance, people that, people that are physically there. He's going to have a whole lot of, uh, he's going to have a whole lot, he's going to have a whole lot of cheers going his way. So, so, so go go ahead and ink the deal. Ryan, Ryan asked for it. He, he he's the one. He's been adamant, saying you know he can knock Tank out or whatever the case may be. So don't let that hold up this fight that everyone's saying uh, is gonna save boxing or or that's the biggest fight in boxing per se. Yeah, man, that's how I feel. I mean, like I said, I don't I don't think it's the biggest fight in boxing because. You know, it, there's there's really nothing on the line but you know popularity, and then then basically the narrative is you got a guy that's willing to stand up to stand up to the bully. The only thing the only thing I was saying as far as it being time infringement is because you know the situation that Tank got, and you know is you no know, if they willing. Yeah, to, well, remember, remember is, that he goes to court before the fight would ever take place. So you know, Tom won't. You know that like the case could only stop the fight but it ain't gonna hold it up because court is before the actual you know rumored date of april 15th okay okay well, well like i said that, that's why i that's why i asked was the rematch time infringement because because after they go ahead and get it if they're able to go ahead and get it on and then it's a rematch if you know per se javante loses when is that when is that going to be uh put into effect is is he still going to have time on the streets per se? Because I'm like, you know, me being somebody that's you know, been in the streets and been in cases where it's you versus the state. These uh these prosecutors and stuff, they looking to make a name off uh, high profile people. Absolutely. So 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 so, so you you know you kind of like you in a you in a tight spot where like damn like I want to get the best possible situation for my freedom and then like I say you know per se if I lose I still want to be able to 
get back in there and get my get back. So that's the reason why I asked, was it time infringement on uh, the rematch clause that they got in the contract? Yeah, I, again, I just, you know, uh, if, you, if you fight in April, Tank and Ryan probably not fight until September, second time. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's all I have. I'm going to continue listening there. All right. Let me get to some other callers. Uh, who we got? Who we got? In the 706, new numbers. This Atlanta, South Carolina. Where you at, champ? You in Atlanta? What's your name? It's Black Ray Diamond. Black Ray Diamond? Donovan. Black Ray Donovan. Okay, so you 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 like that that show? I used to watch it. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. So talk to us, champ. Is uh I guess the May 27th that's just a the rumor report. That is the rumor from uh, an interview we just did with uh, manager Adrian Clark. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it only because of the stalled negotiations. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I would have liked the Pandora fight at 54. But like I said, you know, giving him the benefit of the doubt. Um, there's nothing wrong with getting acclimated to the weight or whatnot. I hear you. But I did want to ask, uh, what is the story behind, I mean, I know you mentioned before that, how Steven Espinosa got his position. So he was a, a lawyer that used to work for Oscar when Oscar was with Top Rank. When Oscar started Golden Boy, they brought him over there as a lawyer, and then he turned into something at Top Rank. I mean, at, at Golden Boy. I don't know if he remained the lawyer, and then he became the executive when Oscar and Heyman went to Showtime. Interesting. All right. So, uh, and what was the? See on the split screen, y'all had Tony Harrison and Zoo on the other side. Yep. So I guess, I guess we're just giving our thoughts on that fight. Yes, because that fight is March 11th, and we got the rumored date for Thurman and Earl for May 27th. Yeah, I'm going with Tony Harrison all the way. Uh, focus Tony Harrison. Ain't too, ain't too many guys beating him, but both both fights. I'm glad they're happening. Uh, at least we got something for the year to start it out with. And that's all I had. All right, brother. All right, keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Sure. Uh, looks like we got fight talk. What up? Fight talk. Ness, are you an informant? Oh, fight talk. What up? Fight talk. 
Oh, wow. That was it? All right. Let's see. Looks like we have no one else. Let me get to the Super Chats. Yo, people really think they hurt my feelings, man. Y'all really need to use Google better. <laughs> and look at my life. I just got engaged, gave my girl a big rock. It's on Instagram for you to look at. I used Regis Prograis jeweler. I have Devin Haney's car and two houses on the east, or one on the east and one on the west. Like, you dudes need to do way better to get under this man's skin. I'm living that life. You hear me? I'm living my best life, the life you want to live. And at 44, I'm on my way to a six-pack. I mean... <laughs> You really have to do better. Not to mention all your favorite fighters have me in the gym. Like, the world is going crazy about Roly sparring. I was there. The dude that did that to Roly, he ain't going to tell you what happened to him by someone else. The same day. By a 16-year-old. You do the math, who's that 16-year-old? So... It's going to take a lot to bring me down, man. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, I have more than just Devin Haney's car. You feel me? I got multiple cars, multiple homes, multiple children. A very successful show that I started as a hobby during a blue-collar job as a truck driver. Now it's the number one boxing podcast in the world. That's not me saying it. That's the truth. I'm the only boxing show that's five days a week, and they're giving me an extra day on Friday mornings coming soon at the Wynn Casino, the most expensive hotel in Las Vegas. Homie. Homie. I'm living my best life. I am the definition of a turnaround kid, the comeback kid. Have you watched? Wrestling? What, like... <laughs> you dudes are weird, man. Not to mention my other ventures, like Border Wars. How successful is that? Yeah, I was a truck driver, Rocky. That's what they don't get. They can't bring me down. I used to work 18 hours a day and do interviews with Peter Quillen in my single cab truck. You can't put me down, homie. I walk into Mayweather's gym and he shakes my hand. I watched the sparring that people posting. I was there. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm being trained by Ken Porter, Daryl Flanagan, and Bones Adams. How could I be mad at my life, bro? I'm only happy that God gave me a second chance. You dudes need to look for God, man. I was saying that to this dude yesterday. I wasn't going to bring him up, but I'm going to bring him up because, you know, there's a lot of people that are unhappy with their life. And this dude, Mani, the writer, like, he stalks me because I say whatever I say about Earl. So he stalks me. So he tried to request my lady yesterday. It's like, how do you dislike a dude 
but follow him because the dude follows me. Then dislike a dude, talk shit, but then follow, try to follow his lady. I had to block him yesterday. It's like, whoa, you're becoming a stalker. Some of you dudes don't even understand that. It's like, oh, shit, I'm borderline stalking now. You know, I, I like that dude so much. I want his life. You want to be in my position. That's why you take shots. Year against the ropes, I was a truck driver for RPM. That's what I do. I hustle. My work ethic got me here. Say what you want, but this is where I'm at. You know, when y'all put in the work, then you're going to get where I'm at. Till then, man, I learned that shit a long time ago. Sticks and stones would break my bones, but them words could never hurt me. My bank account is fat, my car is fast, and my lady is beautiful. Do you feel me? I'm just saying, you dudes need to get a better life. A better life because you worried about mons. That is crazy. All I do is talk boxing. You never hear me brag. Because I, I thank God for everything I got. But it's you dudes that you mad, but that I'm smarter than you in this sport. So you got to go and get outside of the sport. It's all right, though. I'm everywhere. I'm never scared. Pound for pound, the best to ever come around here. Look what I embody. The soul of a hustler. I really ran the street. That's why when you see me talking slick on Twitter, I'm all in your face at the fights. What's up? I don't get it. I don't get it. Hard work, dedication, baby. Hard work, dedication. You'll get as far as me with that. You never get nowhere hating on the next man, man. You never heard me hate on nobody. Fight hype, fight hub, them dudes is huge. I let them do their thing. I don't get at them. I can't talk about them. They're ahead of me. You feel me? Y'all dudes don't know how to do that. That's why it's so many man fans. Because it's like, oh, yeah, Keith said, Earl said he'll never give him a shot. You're a man fan. You're a man fan. You're not telling the truth. You're a man fan. Side though. Don't forget I got that deal at the win, champ. <laughs> oh, my God, he's trying to make me sad. You can't. You can't. I'm the hottest thing in boxing podcasts. Like, they legit going to put my face in the dictionary when it's all said and done. There's literally no boxing podcast that gets more downloads. Like, I'm the Joe Rogan of boxing podcast, and I will be. Like, I will get on that level. That $100 million deal, it's coming. Because no one else gets more downloads than me. You feel me? And I ain't talking about streams on YouTube where you could be accidentally fought because of Google's algorithm. No. I'm talking about people actually going to iHeart, actually going to iTunes, actually going to Spotify to download your shit. Feel me? But, Danny, it is over. I don't see any more callers. We going to London. We going... Oh, look. Going to London. The biggest bo boxing podcast just got, he was closing the deal. I was holding it down. He was closing the deal in the other room. I am staying humble. Gio, you mad I'm telling the truth. You see, that's what happened to people. You got to get timed out. That's what happens to people. Because I'm telling you my truth, I'm not humble. Because I'm telling you my truth, I'm not humble. Am I not allowed to tell you I got the brand new shiny red Corvette? 
Is that not being humble? I didn't work to get it. Corvette grind, baby. I didn't make shirts about it. Am I not being humble because I got a yeah, beautiful I, I, lady? I ain't going to lie. That's taking it to another level. You you want something so bad, you make a fucking shirt to help you reach that goal, champ. They don't know about grind. They don't know about driving 20 hours, 18 hours. Y'all don't know about that. Yo, Y'all what up, Nancy? You got me? What up, little Tommy? What up, my boy? Shout out to the Boston boys. Don't let them hate on your nest, bro. You started. You started. They can't from, hate on you started me, bro. From, I started from I, the I, bottom. I see now they be Yeah, they. I, I see them plus other little YouTube and people. They, you know, they be hating on you. Not low key either, but you know, a lot of sneak disses out there. But keep doing you. Danny still around? What up, Danny? What up? What up? Yeah, you know. Chilling, chilling, man. I was just closing deals, champ. My bad. Nah, you all good. You all good. Shit, yeah. Shout out to the truck drivers. Yo, and shout yeah, out, me. Shout out to fucking Hardeen for keeping me so stimulated while I'm on the international call closing that fucking deal. Crushing, you know what I mean? Crushing big deals. Yes, yeah, sir. So I got a I got a question. I know y'all been going through a lot of shit last couple of days. I've been calling in, but I've been listening all. Um, what 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 are what does the Ryan Garcia fans think he should do? And whoever call in and talk shit, just ask them this: If he don't fight Tank, who is a credible opponent in their eyes? Because if he go back his last two fights and fight another you know type of caliber fighter like that, I mean you you can't really you can't really respect it, right? What you mean, Tommy? You cut out, champ. Tommy. Yo. What did you say? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. I was saying if uh, if Ryan don't fight Tank, who would a credible opponent be? For everybody calling in like, oh, accept the deal and all this and that, just trying to shit on Tank. If the fight don't go on, who do they see Ryan fighting as a credible opponent? Because uh, if he go back, to fight. they ain't got nobody to fight. Tank, that's what I'm saying. If this fight fall apart, Tank got like three, four things he could do. Ryan really has Man, nothing. Tank, Tank got a hundred things he can do. He gonna make his money. I mean, and people gonna tune in. But I don't know about the hundred I mean, being like everything we like. I think he got like four fights that we would accept. Well, I mean, you know, uh, hardcore fans, yeah, it's like four or five that, that y'all accept or we accept. But I'm just saying, like, he can do 100 things to make money. You feel me? So, like, but Ryan, like, you, it, it's not much Ryan even willing, probably willing to do to even for anybody to respect. Like, you can't. No, I mean, you can't no, no keep, we can't say that. We can't say that because at the end of the day, he did move up to 40. There, there's opportunities there. If he wanted him, like I'm sure Oscar wouldn't but, be opposed. Okay. I'm sure Oscar wouldn't be opposed to making him and Regis. Mm. Um, man, you got me. Come crazy. on, Danny. I mean, <laughs> you, you. Yo, he trying to slide that in there. Ryan versus Regis. I don't know that that. Man, come back. on, bro. We got to ask like that, about like, that one. I, 
I, I, I hear what you said. You know, they're going to say big names, but, like, come on, like, who is he actually going to fight? Everybody know his best his best fight of the date right now, in my eyes, was Luke Campbell. And that was coming up on, what, two and a half years ago now? Mm. Like, I, I, Damn, it's been like, long? you, it, it's been a minute. Because remember, he was out, what, like, nine to 12 months due to, you know, his illness. He did to go and um, then Javier. So yeah, it's coming. It's coming up on something like that, bro. I believe it's coming up on something about two and a half years, if not there already. But um, but yeah, man, I I, I just don't see anybody else them putting him in the ring with that that people gonna really respect. You know what I'm saying? Even if you go on a 140, you know people be like it's a new. Weight class, I mean, you know, put him in there with the E. He got Schofield over there. I think is young for Schofield. I think he only 20. They might not do it, but maybe a year and a half from now. In Texas, that's just huge. Yeah. Hey, what, hey, my, um, the motherfucking mailman just pulled up on me. He listening to the show, too. What up, my boy? Who that, JT? Because you yeah. in Florida. Yeah, I'm good. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone with Boston Voice right now. The Boston Voice. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he uh, he listening to y'all. Tell him shout out, man. Shout out to the mailman. This this show was invented for the blue collar, man. That's what I am. Uh-oh, Tommy cut out again. But we're going to rap, man. We got shit to do. Haircuts to get. And flights to take. LV Slugger. Ryan will move JoJo to 140 if he don't fight Tank. Damn, he still didn't fight JoJo. That's true. Well, that's true, though. They got JoJo. William Cepeda, Schofield, but none of those are pay-per-view. Ryan uh, doesn't have the options of Tank. Tank could do Frank Martin with the Earl Spence backing. That could be a pay-per-view. Um, you know, Roley's scheduled allegedly to fight Pueyo. That could be a rematch if he beats the Pueyo fight. You got Pitbull Cruz, too. That could be a fight. Uh, anything out there else on that side? Man. Maybe, maybe people accept Edwin De Los Santos. What you think? Two, 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 two novice with the 13, 14 fights, or the knockout of Rayo is big enough? Ah, uh, man, I would like Tough. to see him get one more. Okay, personally, I mean, there's a rumor that he's fighting Isaac. I, I hope that rumor's true. Have you seen that? I haven't, but I yeah. wouldn't mind that fight at all. Yeah, bro, I've been seeing that, and it's like, wow, if they make that. That's a decent fight. You know what I mean? Uh, let me see. We got some super chats. Drew, $5 super chat. He says, go to Australia for that fight? Hell no. I'm flying to Tokyo from L.A. for a new way versus Fulton. That's value for money and a pound-for-pound pound fight and historic. What do you think, Danny? What's better? What, if you had the funds, if funds was not an option, which would you fly to? Only one. Harrison Zoo or Inoue Fulton? Inoue Fulton. Ooh. Okay, he did too. Inoue Fulton. And, and, and that was a, honestly a tough one. <clears throat> that was honestly a tough one. I really, you know, I'm really backing uh, Tony in this one. Like, really backing him. Um, yeah, for me, I'm going to be honest. It's just the location, and from what I've heard, don't nobody do it like Mr. Honda. 
And I just, bro, I just found some shit out yesterday, and it just goes to prove even more. Don't nobody do it like Mr. Honda. Um, That being said, yeah, take me to Japan. Mm. We got AI. Shout out to Ian Green. His story is an inspiration, and I'm proud of him. A true comeback story. Condolences. Rest in peace to your parents. Absolutely. He didn't even hear when I said my condolences. Joshua Davis says, this past weekend... I was the one that tagged y'all in a, the 17 parlay. I already got another one locked in. Plant Harrison to win $1,700. $20 super chat. Shout out to you. Hopefully you, you know, got some money with the with the, with the recommendations we made. Because my parlay was a 17 parlay. <laughs> Matt Bent 100 in Kansas City said, Harrison going to be champ training undisputed. Yeah, he is definitely taking his training serious, so hopefully that's going to be the performance we need. And we got Bad Girl TKO, which we kind of talked about. She says, hey, Ness, boxing scene reporting Ryan versus To Go generated $13 million, sold 12,000 seats. Yo, and you said it was an issue with a decimal or comma. Bruh, she literally wrote $13 million. So you ain't make no mistakes there. It was supposed to be 1.3, though. No, I know, but she wrote $13 million. Oh, you mean the decimal. Yeah. 1.3 million. Okay, yes, I got you. That, yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. What I, the article I found, that's what it was reported. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, because she had made a typo, but you're right. She just missed the dot, if anything. Uh, let me see. That is it. Hot Boxing Minute. I just want to give you your credit because you had that 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 TikTok where he was like, this is the, the generation of social media and, and, and fighters are becoming stars from sparring. And, uh, you know, if anybody's seen the clip of Roley uh, being dropped, they know what Hot Boxing Minute is talking about. Everybody's talking about it. The new kid, John, is being talked about it um, because he did it. And, uh, you know, people are shitting on Roley, but, again, I was there. I was there, and... uh, you know, after John sparred him, he sparred two other people is all I could say. So, you know. You was there when he got dropped? I was there. I was there and somebody else got dropped that day. By Roley or by John? What happens in the gym stays in the gym. I ain't Damn, post, I just spilled water on myself. I ain't post that, uh, that sparring. But that being said, um, you see how his trainer... Got excited in the clip, and and everybody's reposting it. So just shout out to Hot Boxing Minute. He's right. We're in a generation where like you know you 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 get popular off of sparring, and and everything is about sparring, and you know it's happening all over again. This is Mayweather's new assignee. Uh, he's from North Carolina of all places, and uh, you know he made a name for himself with that. He sparred, uh, sparred him for McGregor. Mm. So he's been around for a while. Yeah, that's how I first found out about him. He sparred him for McGregor's camp. I'm still trying to see the little Dominican, man. I heard by other fighters that he or, ain't as good. Or or maybe I'm lying and maybe it was a tension camp. I, but I, no, I think I'm not lying. I think it was the McGregor camp. Mm. I got best dad ever that says, Carmel put hands on John. Said it for you. Shh. 
$2 super chat. You said it. I ain't say nothing. I wasn't there. Um, or was I? <laughs> Yo, we out. Ring walk Danny Nuts GTL, the boxing voice. Catch us at noon. But that was a super chat from Best Dad Ever. Thank you for the super chat. Thank everybody for tuning in. If you haven't already smashed that thumbs up, go ahead and do so. Right now. Future, present, past, past is future. still going to help with the show. And, and, and shout out to Kamel Moten. He is the future. Uh, I sent the, uh, you know, something to Brandon to get him on the show. He's ready to come back on. And, uh, man, that kid is, he's something else. He's really, really something else. At 16 years old, I can't believe what it was I've been seeing. So shout out to him. I hope his career blossoms the way his amateur career is going. And uh, we are excited to watch him become a professional. It looks like he's going to definitely sign with TMT. So they're going to have themselves a new one for sure. Catch us on the next one. At 12 o'clock, we're going to be talking Gilberto Ramirez, Gabriel Rosado. That fight is official for March 12th, right? March 12th? Yeah, unfortunately. And then we're going to be talking Ivana Hasbin and Jessica McCaskill. Can you get... Try and get Rick on, man, because Rick, they they getting done dirty. Like, this is the time to talk. All right. All that. He be talking, talking. Let's see see if he going to talk now. Because ha- uh, Havana ain't happy. Um, but I, right, we out.